It's time to play the music. It's time to light the lights. It's time to reveal our game awards tonight. It's time to put on makeup. It's time to dress up right. It's time to raise the curtain on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, Xbox castational game awards tonight. Hello and welcome to the game awards and the last episode of this year. We're your hosts, Carl and Lee, and we're joined by a very, very special guest. We trawled the halls to find this guy, and it's an achievement that he is on the podcast. Everyone, welcome Keo from the Hall of Gamers. Keo, hello. Hello, hello. I'm here out of the cracks. The out of the cracks. He cracks. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I'm no. sorry. I apologize for the start. Carl likes the Muppets. Uh, what do you mean you're apologizing for the start? The Muppets is amazing, and I will fight anyone on that. Wow. You're very fighty. That's the second time I've heard you say that this week. Yeah, well, this is a very fighty week. I mean, there's mm. Christmas dinner on the line here. Uh, true. So, how you guys wow. been? Keo, how's your week been so far? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm in the thralls of the retail Christmas, oh. so that's been fun. That sounds amazing. Oh. I mostly pack online stuff, so you can imagine the packages all have to be slick, packaged well, mm. and um, unbroken at the other end, which and doesn't always broken. happen. So, yeah. yeah. It's got a lot of pressure. Have you ever thought about just mixing up the packages a bit and just, you know, giving someone a surprise for Christmas? This isn't what you ordered, but hey, it might be fun. Look, that happens unintentionally, right? Sometimes we hear about it and sometimes we just never hear about it. So, because, you know, someone will get just a better gift. So, I I ordered a PlayStation or got an Xbox. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not sending that back. Do you ever throw sweets in their boxes as well? Any gifts or anything? I thought about drawing on the inside of the packages, like the pizza boxes. Oh, yes. Or like a Willy or something. um, No, no, no. It just ended up being. (laughs) Cross. So it's not exactly the surprise you want for Christmas, is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially if it popped out when you did it. Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't ever thought about that. I could probably, like a spring, a spring wrap yeah. something. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know what? I could package it like it looks like something, and when they open it, it's not going to look like yes, that. So they'll exactly. never know. They'll never know. <laughs> Everything looks like a sausage or something. Like, no matter what it is, it's just like a long <laughs> cylinder. <laughs> Yeah, those cracker. little puffs, those little puffs that you put in the bags. Yeah. Mm. Uh, or if it's a box, get one of those like ac- those uh, motion activated noise noise machines that just like sound like a puppy. So each time they shake the box, it just like sounds like a puppy. And everyone's like, "This is a very small box for a puppy." It's a bit scary. Yeah, I, I'd imagine that maybe yeah, it probably wouldn't be making any sounds by the time it got to the customer. So mm, that's a problem. Oh well, we live in the world of dreams, I suppose. Mr. Lee, how you been? All right, mate. Yeah, all right. Pretty chilled. Calm, calm at work, which is nice. I think everyone's on holiday, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very nice. When everyone decides that Wednesday's their last day, you just know, oh, it's just going to be smooth sailing, isn't oh, it? Oh, I saw someone yesterday. They're like, they kind of messed me in the morning, and I got them, got them a few hours later. They said, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm going home soon, and I'm coming back on the 8th. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Don't care. Uh, I'm going home. I was like, oh, okay then. They're like, oh, I should sign all my emails off like that. Hmm. That's right. Regards, yeah. Carl. Don't care. Going home. Going home now. So, yeah. I did mm. fix a printer again for the third time, which was fun. Oh, yeah. So, well, I replaced it with another printer again. Printers are from the devil. Users. Yeah, they are. Puts they should be banned. Yeah. Shocking. Absolutely just use, shocking. Just use abacuses and stop it. 
I actually, he said it's not colour. I said, here's some crowns. Here you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, your, your choice. Go make a colourful. Pretty. pretty. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, you shouldn't do. No, the worst thing is when they print on both sides. I can't stand it. Can't handle it. Mm. Oh, man. This is already by, off to the, fa- the vast. By default. Part. By default as well. Wow. Oh, well, printing on both sides should be the default. It's great. Turn the page over. Oh, there's more writing. There's more information. Yeah. Where did that come from? Staple it together. Time. Oh, this one's upside down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just leads to the fun of reading very boring documents. Hey, so when you do it, do you do it like long or, so- or short sides for the upside for the uh, two-sided? Oh, like turn it over and it's or turn yeah. over that way. Like which, which is the way to go? But normally long side, but uh, sometimes you know you just want to be just crazy and put on the short side. It's Christmas, you know. Yeah, I know. When you make mm. a flip book. Oh, I've got a milestone for you. I this is the first year that I ever had to actually use a a uh, staple remover. I'd never oh. used one before. I'd always looked at them and went, "I have no idea how this works." And then I actually had to use the, one. I'm like, "Oh, that's how it works." Thing. The grippy thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The little the little teeth. So, what did yeah. you think it was for before you removed staples? Like, I knew what it was for. I just oh, never okay. had to use it. It's like, how does this work? <laughs> just a random thing in someone's drawer. What's this for toenails or for like? Moving hairs <laughs> on your face or something. Look, well, I've been tempted to use it for toenails before, so yeah. So it mostly, mostly on my wife when she's in bed. So yeah, yeah, that's always best when she's <laughs> asleep. Great. Looking up over the end of the bed and just kind of like nipping the toenails in the slightest. No. Actually, if you do it with the pillow of your head, then you can kind of come up and it'll like <laughs> sheet kind of raises. Oh. You see that kick in the face, don't you? <laughs> wow. Okay. Cool. Right. So that's a good thing. Nice. Welcome to the removal of staples world. Yeah. Look at us growing up and removing staples like there's nobody's Were business. Were you supposed to remove the staples or are you just getting bored if I just remove some staples? No, I actually had to remove a staple. I had to. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, right. So before we dive into this monster podcast that it always ends up being, Keo, just give us a bit of an introduction to yourself and how we did manage to find you. How we did okay. find you? Look at you yeah, using no, words as well. I'm trying to do two sentences at once. I'm getting way too excited looking at everyone's Game Awards list here. Uh, well, I'm Keo, normally uh, known as Keo Live at Home. Keo Live Eat at Home, or and you know normally streaming live at home. So streaming is a new thing Have for me. Have you ever streamed uh, for many or else, like Keo, Keo Live at CAF or something like that? Or? <laughs> I do have the ability now. I have got one of those little uh, what a camera stick things um now so i can actually go other places and i might have wow. to rename myself yeah yeah might so, have different names yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. live at toilet <laughs> <laughs> yep toilet cam yeah yeah yep, nice. um yeah so i believe i met you guys oh, what nearly two years ago i think you were hosting you were you were you were you were on the cancer stream i think with the oh, whole gaming guys yes yeah yes yeah that was the first time I think I'd seen you guys. Um, oh, we came in, we tried to take over. We tried to do it as best as we He did. He did. Yeah, yeah. So because they had all kinds of fun food things and no yeah, one would have anything of it. So, yeah. Um, and I'd known the guys uh, a little bit before that, uh, the Hall of Gamer guys, before, just before they left their, their old real gamer school name and turned into Hall of Gamers. Um, so they... Um, I was on one or two episodes and then on two or three episodes of the, the Hall of Gamers. And then in May, they asked me to be a regular host. So, yeah. Fantastic. So I've been. How are you yeah. finding the world of regular hosting podcasts? Well, 
uh, it's good to have someone to talk to. <laughs> That's really nice. So it's like a weekly conversation with people. That's really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll sit in my streams and just talk to myself. You know, so yeah, so it's a good practice a for the end of the week when you do the um, do the uh, yeah, the podcast. So, but no, um, yeah. I mean, I had uh, dabbled uh, in like a little five episode podcast like a couple of years ago, uh, twenty nineteen. I think there was just like a little thing that I put together. I was doing like sixteen minute short episodes. Um, Last. for a bit there, and it didn't last very long, but I've kind of blended the, I guess, the crux of it a little bit into oh, yeah. my current um, identity <laughs> of uh, branding, I guess. So hmm. so these 16-minute podcasts, are they published anywhere? Can we go listen? They are, actually. You can actually listen to them any way you want. It's called How to Fix Gaming and Not Get Away With It. <laughs> what a good name. So, and it was just like, it was supposed to be just like a little um, way to kind of, you know, because there's that, the, I've got this fascination with how, like, there's the business side of stuff and then there's a consumer, but they don't really know how to talk to each other properly. Uh, yep. And it's just like, I'm a voice on the internet just saying my opinion. And that's kind of like the trick of the name. So, mm. and it was just kind of like, a, there was like a sustainability episode. So it was kind of a serious podcast. It didn't, it just, and it just had like little, you know sustainability this retail that kind of because i had that retail knowledge and a bit of gaming background so and sociology background from uh university so yeah, so you could say cool. i was kind of um testing the waters with my knowledge so they that i took from that so yeah oh that sounds fantastic yeah 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 and i heard my uh my voice is soothing apparently so they say, but you know, so except yeah, for the screams in the middle of my of the night with the, you know, my wife doesn't appreciate that. So <laughs> yeah, that's because you're clipping her nails. So that's, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I get yeah. told we, they fall, Gary falls asleep listening to our podcast. So I'm not sure if that's well, soothing or boring. Mainly just Lee's voice because Lee's got that nice like radio host voice. But maybe you two together could get into a really in-depth conversation and our listeners will just, just have a snooze. They'll just have a really good sleep. Oh, that's a nice <laughs> idea. <laughs> it's like so, having friends in your bedroom while talking to each other while you just can't have a bit of a nap. In your ears. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want that? When really he's just carrying me through Diablo 4. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to do that. I got my level 100 character this week. I saw. My word. Yes. Well done, Lee. How many yes. hours on that one character? Oh, that one character? Um, season 2. I started on Season 2, so... When did it come okay. out? So yeah, Shadowless, you can get carry too, bro. Last. Uh, a few weeks. A few weeks. And I've started my, I've got level 29 hardcore now, so I'm trying to get a hardcore character up there. Good luck. We watch with interest at this hardcore character. Mm. He looks cool, <laughs> which is important. I mean, looks is 90% of an RPG. No one ever... (laughs) The whole point of putting on clown armor in an RPG is so that you can get the better armor and look better eventually. No, but see, after a while, you just put any armor you like on. Just look however you want to look. Transmog. Ah, yes, transmog. So I don't do clown look. Yeah. Yes, the one thing Destiny never got right, so... No. Yeah. You can tell the newbies (laughs) because they're in purple armor with yellow hats. Uh, or any time that there's a new expansion release, immediately oh. everyone looks like a clown. Yeah. Oh, how annoying. Oh, well, let us begin, and we always begin, with shouting <laughs> out our Patreons. These are the guys who support us this year and um, have really helped us 
uh, get new buttons. I suppose that's mostly what they've done. I did actually get new buttons this year as well. So Lee got a really nice device. What's it called? Tell us about it, Lee. Oh, it's a stream deck. It's the uh, how many fifteen button stream deck? Yeah, in white, no less. Is this in addition to your previous eight that you had? I have actually got. Where have I put it? I've retired that one. Oh, I, okay. I, didn't need, I didn't need two lots of buttons because that's just being silly. Oh, but you could be like a button DJ. Do, 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 do. Well, I have I have two keyboards <laughs> and fifteen <laughs> buttons, so I feel like you know there's a, there's a few buttons on my desk as it is. There's mm. enough. There's oh, enough. I can relate Xbox to the two keyboards. Yeah, that's what's controller as well. Mm. So more buttons because why not? Because why not? Well, exactly. let us go through the patrons that so generously made sure the lights stayed on during this year for the podcast. I'll kick us off with our jesters. These are the very special guys who are making sure they keep us entertained with their jesterness and their hats with the little bells on them. It's, uh, <laughs> we've got Spirited Sojourn and Charmandosaurus Rex, Best Waifu, also Emily, what is the other name that she goes by? Haru NZ. Haru. Yeah, we've got Chili Dog, Michael KV, Perky Turkey, Mark B, Oz Buffanatic, very the the guest here, Keo. You support I'm us. On there. You've got a little twinkly hat with little bells. Keeps us entertained as you dance. And DJ Hero. Those are our jesters. Thank you guys so much. Do you have the list up, Lee, or should I just continue? Well, I'm just uh, I'm just checking the list because I have a list. There's a I'm new. I'm seeing list. if the list has changed much. An updated list. Has it changed much? The list. Yes, it has changed much. Oh, I need to say that. Oh no, it's not too bad. I mean, look at this. We, we prepare for most of the week about, with this show. Well, one of us does. The other one just kind of wings it. Hey, I, I turned up. tell which one is which. <laughs> I turned up, didn't I? Yeah, that's me on the Hall of Gamers. It's fine. <laughs> it just... Normally, I spend all week doing the news. So this week, I didn't because I didn't have to. It was quite nice. <laughs> quite nice not doing the news. I was quite not having to worry about like, it being organized. That was the so, so, looking at things. Okay. I'm going to do it. Yes, do it. We're, we're waiting with bated breath. Okay, it's hot. Quietness as I did the amazing thing of changing the screen. Brilliant. Look at that. We'll, we'll see it. Yeah. Stuff. You can all see that. That's excellent. Okay. Shall I do the squires? Uh, yes, please. That's, okay, I believe cool. that's what we're waiting for. Oh, it's a bit out of date, but that's okay. Haha. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Cooper, thank you very much, Mr. Squire. Uh, Dragonheart Yobi and Kingsman is our squires. And Cobra Todd. And Cobra well. Todd. Oh. Yes. Is our squire. Oh, Yobi. Oh, I see what's happening there. It's changed. Yes. I told you things had changed. Oh, God. I can't keep up. Have you thought that maybe you're getting old? I am old. Getting old. <laughs> I am old. Uh, our knights is Lone Star Tiger and Scarred for Life, also known as Rabbit Dad for Life. So thank you for the knights. You're making sure that the queen is very well protected. I'm sure Lee knows who the queen is. Of course I do. It's, it's always the, the same. He is the queen. He is the queen of the Xbox cast. He's Diabolic Jester. Yeah, I think he's what, the, the oldest person in relation to the podcast? Yeah, I think it was direct competition for me in the April Challenge. Oh, yes. Actually, oh, that one. Yeah, he's a bit like that. You've got to watch he, out for the queen. He's a bit like that. He can get very achievement-focused sometimes, yeah. 
And our king, as always, our reigning king, Noel, also known as Darkest Shadow, is also our fantastic Discord mod and Discord wrangler. So thank you guys for keeping the lights on this year. You made sure Lee got new buttons. You bought us a subscription to Restream so that we can be streaming just about everywhere you guys have faces. And if we're streaming to a place where you are that you that we that you are that we aren't, that's it. Then oh, done, let done. us know. Because we can stream to it now. So if you have a smart mirror in your bathroom and you're like, man, I just wish I could watch the podcast while I'm in the shower, hey, you know, hook up the, the smart mirror and tell us and we can start streaming to it. You can play Doom on your toaster and watch us on the smart mirror. Exactly. While your fridge goes to Amazon to order more eggs or something. Welcome to the future. Um, hey, podcast stats. We do like our numbers here. So mm -hmm. we're going to interject our stats with some exciting stats from the Hall of Gamers as well. And this year, I mean, we were still pushing YouTube quite a bit. And it's good to see that YouTube paid off this year. Because this year alone, Lee, I'm not sure you're aware, but we got 3,000 views for this whole year so far. Oh, yeah, 3K. Yeah. Up 140% on last year. Over last year. So pushing YouTube was a, a good idea by the looks of the stats. And most of you guys seem to like us on YouTube for some reason. I wish you guys would download the episode as well to make even more numbers go up. But It's weird, isn't it? So our numbers have changed. Oh, completely changed. From being downloads to being live. Yeah. I'm not sure if you've noticed <clears throat> the same thing here with some stats, but we've noticed since going onto YouTube and having our VODs on YouTube, we're getting more traction on YouTube, and, and then we are getting the actual audio downloads for an episode. Yeah. Okay. Well, well I, do, I have an interesting stat when I get to it as well with my, my minimal amount of YouTube stats that I have. So. Well, Darwin, let's hear some more YouTube stats. Yes. So I um, tried a couple of shorts out, actually, myself. So um, the, um, my channel is HTFG Play um on youtube and that is basically as you can say i was talking about my pod my old podcast before how to fix gaming it's hdfg i basically took that out and eventually i'll maybe do something with that and expand mm -hmm. that a little bit but um for now it's just gaming stuff and streaming and i made a couple of shorts and the one short that really took off was me streaming in vr and i don't know how this happened but it was just this it's called uh, that's handy i did share it at one point in your discord i saw it and yeah, it was yeah. just like a horror uh one in resident evil 7 and it got 1200 views <laughs> so it went viral somewhere off something and then that's the highest i've i've had so far so that's tons as well tons of views yeah. yeah it's loads yeah yeah it's really really good so that was surprising um yes um i got like four subscribers from that one video Man. out of the 1200 so you know it, it pays off oh. however yeah. it does That's so yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. very cool mm. and, and then otherwise you know our top countries for podcast the united states is just the u.s is just kicking everyone else's ass come on guys what are you doing this is such an american-centric mm. podcast That's what it is. Yeah. This year alone, our podcast got downloaded 1,962 times just from the US, which is not too bad for only, what, 60-something episodes? Yeah, 62, 63. So 63 yeah. And then, I don't know if you've got family in, in the UK, Lee, that's busy downloading the podcast on your behalf. Uh, I haven't got any friends. 
because they come second. But going from almost 2,000 to a tenth, United Kingdom at 274 downloads for that's the year. Crazy, isn't it? I think that's just 186 who downloads us. So yeah, he he's downloading it on his truck and stuff like that. Just so you can hate listen to yeah, us. Yeah, I hear um, truckers are big in America for downloading podcasts. So, ah, maybe we should start getting into like trucker hats or something, Lee. Trucker hats. Or we'll talk about truck gaming. Ah, oh, yeah. Talk about pivot and just talk about Euro Truck Simulator or something. Yes, that's right. Uh, it's not going to be a very entertaining podcast. <laughs> I went down the road and then I turned left. Oh, yeah, that's exciting. Uh, then Australia comes third with 189 downloads for the year. So things are getting there. But I mean, it's been a weird, a weird stat kind of thing since mm. COVID, we've noticed. Mm. Yeah, okay. the whole thing's dropped off. Yeah. Audio downloads have really suffered, but the YouTube has definitely exploded. So. Yeah, you guys clearly like YouTube more than the audio, which is sad because I put a lot of effort into those audio descriptions. So do you think um, most of these people just listened to the audio on YouTube or do you think they actually watch? Yeah, I think it's probably just listening to the audio on YouTube. And it's probably mm -hmm. because we've been a little bit slack with releasing episodes on time. And whereas on YouTube, it's pretty instant. As soon as we hit done end, it's up on YouTube, ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I actually think it's just people pro YouTube. I think just yeah. people, pro, people just hang out on YouTube a lot more than do hang out on podcasts now. People it's do less, uh, less traveling as well. So, yeah. And I mean, we noticed that when everyone stopped commuting, podcast downloads just fell off a cliff. That was insane. Yeah, the COVID was a nightmare for us. Yeah. Yeah. We just haven't, haven't seemed to recover from that at all, which is interesting. Or podcasting's down generally. Yeah. All podcasts are down. People just like video. And yep. as Kyo has shown, people like short videos now. Yep. Yeah, they do. I think the shorts have kind of fallen off a little bit. Um, but yeah, yeah. I've been experimenting with a couple of other types of recording. So along with that too. Um, so you've got to be consistent, haven't you? Just keep releasing yeah, you do. something yeah. every week and you'll get people watching yep. it. Yeah, I had the issue where I uh, studied for a good chunk of the year. So it's just like, you don't want to focus on YouTube stuff when you have to focus on that stuff. And it really, like, I just fell off from all of that. And like, my, I streamed in June and then I streamed, you know, like six or seven weeks ago and then started picking it back up again. So, yeah. Yeah, no, real mm. life comes first. And um, I mean, they're just numbers on a screen after all. As long as you're doing what you enjoy doing, mm -hmm. no one really cares. If we were getting zero downloads, I think we would still be putting the podcast out, Ailey. Well, how many did we get at the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was three downloads because it was only us three downloading. Uh, exactly. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, you have to, that's how you get the stats up the ladder, right? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Any other stats from your side, Kia, you want to highlight and shout from the rooftops? Um, so the uh, in terms of YouTube stuff for myself, um, I, the two uh, Red Four guides that I did early on the year for the Gravelocks, the, all mm -hmm. the collectibles, they've had about two hundred and fifty, nearly three hundred views themselves, yeah. which is good. Yeah. But my most watched live stream was actually my Minecraft Dungeons um, redeeming the Golden Parrot, um, mm -hmm. which yeah, was it was basically like the end of a season where I was at the level 45 or something like that going through and trying to get the, the final like achievements in that game. So, and it's still, and that was from 2022 and that's still getting some clicks. So. Fantastic. Yeah. 
But um, this just in, um, quote from Neo Master, no, nah, I don't think we have anything major to note. So that's the Hall of Gamers podcast, everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so uh, the, uh, two major things happened with the Hall of Gamers podcast this year. Um, they we recently did our 100th episode about five episodes ago. Ah, oh, congratulations! Um, so yeah, yeah. Well. so I mean, they are at a couple of hundred episodes if you include like their old archive stuff. You know, the other podcasts. Um, and then also they took me on, and they took on uh, another bloke uh, from the UK, I believe, called Shane Firehawk. Okay. Uh, Firehawk has uh, been in the background dealing with um, some personal issues. Has been, um, you know, he's a, he's still a very welcome part of the community and does a lot of his YouTube stuff in the background. Oh, so hopefully he'll make his way onto the podcast soon as well. So oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so they're a- their own milestones. So yeah, no, very very good milestones. And I mean, even though it's it's still a continuation of the Real Gamer Score podcast, you know, it's under a new name, a new banner. And hitting that hundred episode, it's just it's such a good achievement. Because it's mm. just it just shows that, you know, that dedication and you just gotta show up every week. Just keep plugging away. Um Yeah. Just keep going. But man, hundred episodes, fantastic. Mm. And now they got p- permanent host and you and who else is a permanent host? Uh well we have Neo Master, so Matt. Um we've got Cameron, um, Shadow plus AU now he goes by. Mm-hmm. We've got uh Charlotte, which is the child with many names, which is, uh, you know, on your, uh, uh, yep. you know, yeah, exactly. Has many names. Um, yep. it, and, um, Char kind of, uh, pops on every now and then, but, um, doesn't jump on a lot, but does a lot of the background work, um, yeah, which is really, really good. She? Yes, she does. Stuff. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. so, which yeah. is really good. And then I'm basically, uh, originally was supposed to be filling in for when they couldn't have a third host and ended up being on there every week nearly. So. Yeah, yeah, and then we had we had once or twice where it, it ended up being that well, we went down to two man podcasts, but then it's like no, I can't be there, and then it was one person, so we didn't we skipped a week. So I, I don't yeah, think they've um we've skipped weeks. <laughs> Talking before. to yourself is not great. So yeah, yeah, it it leads to a very dry podcast if you just talk mm. to yourself about gaming news. Yes, and have a conversation with no yourself. There's no one to rile up. And exactly. Rant. There's no car to annoy. <laughs> yeah. yeah but I, I'm looking forward to my schizophrenic years where I can do that. So. Ah, yes. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. into That's a mark. Right. Yep. That'll be good. We yep. do like different camera changes every time. Yeah. 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 Right. The voices. Mm. <laughs> the voices. Will no longer only be in my head. So. Yes. <laughs> Let them free. And just put two different lights up as well. So when you do the camera changes, this is from the blue oh, angle. This is from the red angle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just turn your head to the side a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. you have a different green screen, wouldn't you? You have a different background as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And nice. then you can talk all about your preciouses and the naughty hobbitses. <laughs> uh, Kyle, Kyle, talking of numbers of podcasts, have we yes. done 400 podcasts today or yesterday, or last week? That is a good question, Lee. I don't I believe I feel like we... in our normal, typical, I got an email from Podbean <laughs> saying, Congratulations on releasing your 400th podcast. And I was like, <laughs> no, it can't be, surely. <laughs> uh, in typical fashion, we probably have done it and missed it completely, yeah. which is fantastic. I mean, well done, us. I'm, we're so bad. We are so bad. Hold on. I think you are right, Lee. Yes, we have um, 400. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, congratulations, us. This well year, done, we Kyle. 400 Good work episodes. 
Well done, Lee. Good job, everyone. That's hilarious. <laughs> he emailed me and said, do you want a banner to release on it? I was like, oh, maybe we should talk to Carl about this. This is this could be an issue. Uh, well, we I mean, may well have missed our 400th episode. Yes. <laughs> I should just make that today. I'm, I, I'm you on go. your 400 episode. Yeah, there, there you go. go. There's a milestone. Thank you for coming on our 400 yeah, episode. Yeah, so, yeah. Welcome to the 400th episode, guys. And we're here to tell you about the Game Awards. What a good coincidence that this See? happened to be. Look at that. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's no. So, so bad. So, look, in true Xbox cast fashion, our 400th episode is called Secondhand Crimson. <laughs> <laughs> <It's perfect. laughs> uh, that doesn't explain the podcast, then it you know nothing else. Basically, the whole podcast. <laughs> Secondhand cringe. <laughs> oh, well, that's exciting. <sighs> moving on from some podcast stats, let's dive into our personal stats for this year. Because we do like content and we do like to draw things out and make sure that the Game Awards is the last thing everyone hears. That way we keep people hooked till the very end. Yeah, that's right. So. You shall be hooked. You shall be hooked. Just some quick stats this year for myself. I got 851 achievements, uh, 67,000 gamer score, which is a third of the total gamer score I've ever gotten. You basically got that in April. Yeah, that's all April, because then I just fell off. Um, apparently played 368 hours of games this year, but I don't believe that for a second. And I feel like that's not very much, if I'm honest. No, not very much at all. And Starfield, I played for 58 hours this year. To be honest, that's amateur hours. Uh, well, I have a bit of an excuse. Oh, whatever. Like... <laughs> It came out what at the ever. same time. What? <laughs> ever. I'm just hearing excuses. Okay, well, can you beat that, Lee? I'll bring it up on screen as well. I didn't have a link. Um, uh, 707 hours I played. I bet you 700 of those hours is all Diablo 4. <laughs> Maybe. Century Games, 48,000 points. Game score's not bad. 689 achievements. Nice. Um, mostly role-playing games, 54% role-playing games. My biggest game, shockingly, is Diablo 4, 304 hours. <laughs> that is amazing. I am one <laughs> achievement away from completing the game, though. Hmm, okay. Flip. And you've got the 100 one now, yeah? So, was that yeah, the 100? Got, yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got more. Yeah, so the next one's a 50. Uh, 50 in uh, hardcore. Hmm, so what's the... Oh, yeah, okay, cool. So you're working on... What, you're level 20-something now? 29, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, so just be careful. There's actually three of us started playing at the same time. All, and these two guys haven't played at all, but they were doing hardcore characters for the first time. Mm-hmm. So I'm just bumming around with those guys. Yes, you're playing a hardcore with people that have played hardcore for the first time. Yes, yes. that's a good way they're, to do it. They're doing campaign and everything, and it's just hilarious watching them run around. Because I'm like, oh, there's a boss guy coming. <laughs> this is going to be fun because bosses are not great when you come from hardcore because when you die you die you cannot be rezzed at all that's it it's all over yeah that's it it's game over it's just mm. kind of scary uh, next was Hogwarts Legacy actually which is kind of cool ah uh, yep nice how nice. many hours did you spend in that 81 81 that's insane and that was pretty much that month I think it came out I just played it immediately yeah you played it immediately and didn't stop no Awesome game. Yes. Um, yeah. 
I think that's it. Lifetime achievement. So did you, you didn't your two achievements stats, so did you? Yeah, I got some true achievement ones here for the year, for, for this year. My average ratio is a very, very impressive 1.12, <laughs> which is fantastic, I'll have, you know. How, how do you bring that up? I want to bring that up too. How do you make it so it's pretty? Uh, you just go to the true achievements website, click yes. on your profile, yes. and it's under stats and periods. Yes. And then Periods. you just all twenty twenty three. Oh, got you. So okay, cool. Everyone can um can join at home and have a look at their stats. Mine. Yeah. It's quite funny if you look at the uh, the the April. I did forty seven and a half k, and all the rest of them were like two k, three k, two k, three k. One point seven. Uh, one point two seven. My ratio is. Oh, not too bad. Pretty good going, I think. <laughs> it's better than you. <laughs> <laughs> Ratio, smatio, who cares? Yes, that's right. <laughs> get, get the easy achievements. Kyo, what is your ratio? It's probably going to put us all to shame here. Yeah, all right, let's have a he look here. Um, I, uh, oh. I, I'm oh, terrible oh, yeah. with I'm terrible with stats, by the way. So my my current ratio, which is probably the best thing to kind of go off of, I don't know what someone's um, actually done it for you. I didn't realize. Oh, Just really? scroll down. Yes. Oh, really? So you, there you go. Uh, did 1,800 achievements ish. Oh, okay. Yeah. 47K ish of a game score. 2.64 ratio. Ah, that's good. That's yep. a decent the, ratio. My best ratio game, I think, was Trials of the Blood Dragon, which was like 10 point something Jeez. ratio. That's insane. So, yeah, had some really nutty ones in there as an achievement there that was glitched for a while or they didn't work. Wow, like, as an Ubisoft game, you know, that's how they roll. So, yeah, mm. yep. there'll be an update some point fixing that. Yeah, yeah. My the game that I played the most was about 160 hours of Lies of P. Oh, Jeez. yes. How many okay. times did you run that for, run through that game? Uh, three times. Um, technically, you could do it in two. Um, I had to run it a third time because I made a mistake with a uh, character uh, in terms of like talking to them within a certain window. Essentially, um, but I took advantage of that and used my third playthrough as a stream playthrough. So I streamed the whole game, like leading back into my streaming. That was my, that was me breaking the ice with the streaming again after a few months. So, mm. oh, oh, very cool. Yeah, my next game down, I think, was Redfall. Hmm. Okay, actually, at about seventy hours. Jeez, that's impressive. That's a lot of time to spend in Redfall, but. In my defense, I must have only spent like 20-something hours actually playing it, and then I spent like 40 hours hunting grave locks and getting collectibles and so making guides. When you so, did, the, did you cut up the video? Did you go and find stuff and then cut up the video and make it into something that's usable? Yeah, I did. Um, yeah. So I just had OBS opened up, and um, I, uh, I, I kind of I went and found the collectibles but never picked them up, and then oh, yeah. I kind of did like a little walk to the collectible in like mm -hmm. best view and then um pulled up the map yep. so um th there's a problem with the way the game has collectibles is like there's no way to track them or anything like that um there's no they, they don't pop up on a map anywhere or anything so it's just you have to find them in the environment and that's it so if you're not looking everywhere for them then you kind of so i'm like well since there's no easy way to do it i don't want to just make a map and then just put a whole bunch of dots on it pins on it um mm -hmm. 
So I figured I'd do, because there's two areas in the game, and um, it was really odd because there's 100 grave locks. The first area has 45 grave locks. And then the second area, you go into the second area, but you can't go back to the first area without going back to New Game Plus. Oh. And there's 55 in the second. So you think, oh, yeah, no, first and second area, you'll stop halfway it's going to be 50 and i didn't know how many was in that first area so i must have gotten what 42 and then did when i got to the second area i'm like right well i'm going to start the guide here i'm going to find everything do my little videos and then go back and then get the collectibles all with the a new character in the first area so yeah wow that's dedication geez yeah i've been told that i did the video wrong though (laughs) because i have to do it the way everyone else does it and apparently you put the map first and then you do the little oh, walk to walk the, uh, but I'm like, there's no way I would have to go back, cut the map out of each one, post it at before that in the video. Around. But instead, all I did was the simplest way, walk to the grave log, pull up the map, move on to the next video. <laughs> <laughs> like it's very it straightforward, I'm, very easy. So just, yeah, that's people yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Oh. Um, you know, we forgot Simone as well. Well, we're getting to Simone. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Simone had a pretty good year. 241 achievements with a 1.5 nan ratio, which is excellent. Her most played games, Action Adventure. Very cool. What was that then? What was she playing mostly? Solitaire. That's not Action Adventure, is it? <laughs> Probably a lot of Stray, maybe, or a lot of Yakuza Like a Dragon. Ah, oh, okay. That might be classed as action and adventure <laughs> or whatever. She says rude in the chat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Actually, I was wrong about one of my stats, because I played over 200 hours of Solitaire and finished that off like a week ago. So oh, I, I got all the achievements Discord. in that. That was so, so funny in Discord, everyone dropping in Solitaire is the most big game. Yeah, the same week. Um, yeah. Because... Like you can play that anyway. You can put it on Android, and it's the Universal Windows yeah, yeah, I was playing device it for a while. game. Yeah, I was playing it for yeah, a while. yeah. So that's that's the toilet game, right? So yeah, because so, yeah. every day you log in and do the the three different dailies. <laughs> yeah, oh, I got sick of it though. I think I did five I did, like, dailies. Two, cause yeah. you have to do you have to do like a year's, don't you? You must have like a year of play or something to get one of the achievements. Um, you had to do a whole month, and you had to get one platinum. Um, which is like you've got bronze, silver, gold, and then platinum, and then you had to do that's one achievement, and then the other one was completing everything, so going beyond the platinum, actually finishing hundred yeah. percent of the challenges. I was going so, quite well, and I got sick the, of it. Mm, I was like, I just, mm. I just can't. I'm going to shoot myself in the face. I need to stop. <laughs> like, yeah, I've started every version of that game, and they've gone through like four different updates with four different achievements. This is like Windows Eight, Windows Phone, and this is the only version I've actually finished. So, you've done the Sudoku one as well, isn't the Sudoku one? I just started that. Well, I mean, I already had it. It was something I loaded up, you know, it's not bad years ago, but it's quite cool. The ones where you have to, there's like, there's three different ones that you do with missing. That has an adventure mode, so it could be. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. It's the same thing you have to do every single day. Yeah, yeah, pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wow. I know. I was doing it because I was like, this is making me clever. That's what I was doing it, but I don't know if it wasn't. (laughs) 
playing on your phone while sitting on the loo going, yes, I'm yeah. becoming clever. Oh, it's being more intelligent now after leaving the toilet. There you go, Microsoft. Buy Duolingo and we will learn every language. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, make, learning Spanish a game and I'm there. Give me achievements all over it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we will learn languages for achievements. Yes. <laughs> Just, oh, that's amazing. Ross, are there any other stats you want to highlight before we actually move on to the meat of the episode, the actual game awards? I don't think so. It's been a weird year. It's been a good year for games, I'd say. It's been a weird year for games for me. Like lots mm. of games at the beginning, and then it's slowly uh, uh, down to just about no mm. games at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hit, or it was June, I hit 500,000 gamer score, I think. I don't know what game it was that I actually did that on, but it was like played 400 games at this on the same day it was like my 400th game normally i do some like get like an achievement to finish a game off or whatever like you know it's really fun to hit that exact target but mm. but then you move on pretty much a minute later and get another achievement and you're done so <laughs> it's fine yeah the life of achievement hunters are so strange to us normies who just yes. <laughs> who like load up a game get one achievement and then go oh yeah oh, <laughs> no, you can make some p- some achievement hunters really cranky if you get like 501 instead of on the dot. <laughs> That's seven, uh, isn't it? Is that seven? I'm on, what am I? I'm on a weird number at the moment. Oh, no. Lee, are you just going to yeah. trigger everyone who's listening? Yeah, here we go. 273 629. How's that right? That's not right, <laughs> is it? That's TA. Oh, yeah. The yeah, TA. My gold gamer score is 909. 190909. Oh, you're in on a nine. Yeah. Oh, that's that horrible. thing of beauty. Oh, my word. Gosh. I don't know how you can look at that horrible, horrible <laughs> number. Uh, see, more respectable is 192975. Ends oh, on a good number. Yeah, yes, five's good, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, what, 25 away from 193,000 gamer score. We need to hit 200k, don't we? We need to get that done because that's... Yeah. Well, I feel like I've been sat on 180 for a long time. You know, the 200k has got to happen soon. Just to get over that hurdle and then we can forget about it. Go on to the next, the next thing. Mm-hmm. Unlock the one-point achievement. <laughs> yes. So those are horrible, horrible things. Ah, oh, leaderboards. He's very excited, Kingsman. What's leaderboards doing Duolingo? Ah, oh, yes. Okay, so Game Awards. Right. Why, game why awards. everyone's here? This is why everyone is here. The Game Awards. Now, a reminder, guys, these games that didn't necessarily come out in 2023, these are the games we played in 2023. So if there's a game on here and you're like, no, but this game isn't a 2023 game. No, no, it's the game we played this year. It doesn't have to be a game we played for the first time either. It's just a game that we spent some time in that we think deserves some recognition. You know us. We never take things too seriously, and I don't think you should too. So picking us off we have our biggest surprise of 2023. So normally this is a game, an announcement, something that gets cancelled, just something that happens in the gaming world that makes you genuinely surprised. It's a good surprise, it's a bad surprise, it's just normally unexpected. Keo, what's your nomination or your game that game that's the biggest surprise of 2023? Well, as an announcement, it's not really a game that's out now, but the fact that Final Fantasy XIV was announced for Xbox. So... Oh. Because yep. you did have announcement there in the in the question. I'm like, yeah, I'm putting this down 100%. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, it's hear some yeah. you hear some ohms. You hear some ohms and you're, it's fine. 
<laughs> it's it's yeah final fantasy did make me squeal a bit yeah indeed lee um what was i gonna say actually i'm thinking i'm looking forward to oh what have i got down here wait a minute let me give me a second give me a second give me a second okay so we'll go to simone's simone's biggest surprise of 2023 our friend cameron bisley bought an xbox his first xbox that he's ever owned after being a hardcore playstation fan he has seen the light he has bought an xbox and we will be playing games with him at some point Cue the angels singing. Oh, oh, oh. Was there a reason? Was there an explanation along with this? Or his, his whole his whole family, his brothers, all play on Xbox, and he mm-hmm. wanted to play games with them. And they're in New Zealand, and he's here in Australia. So that was his excuse for buying an Xbox. And the story was pretty funny because I've been on his back since I've known him to say, "Just get an Xbox. We can play games together. It'll be fun." One day after work, he strolls past JB Halfar, and he pops in just to go. Oh, you know, let's just go have a look. And he starts looking at the Xboxes and he says, he could hear me on his shoulder saying, <laughs> just, just buy it. Just, just get it. You've got the money. Just do it. It's right here. And so he gave him to, to the Carl on his shoulder, walked out with an Xbox Series S. So, no, it's okay. If leaks are true, uh, all, all this hacking that's going on, they've got no games next year either on PlayStation. So uh, it's interesting it's that hack actually. Yeah, it's quite interesting what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a PowerPoint for um for about the Xbox being taken over by Activision, taken over. Yeah, yeah, Activision being taken over by Xbox. Rolling. So while Lee's still busy floundering, no, my no, biggest fine. surprise okay, no. of twenty twenty three was Quake Two. Without a doubt, Quake Two being remastered, put on the Series X, four K sixty. Lee and I went through, did some multiplayer, through the story, through oh. some PvP. Man. That was fantastic. Felt like I was 14 again. Mm. Yes. It's the music, actually, wasn't it? I think that's what did it for me. The music, the environment, the sounds, just the fact that you look at it and go, flip, when we first saw Quake 2, we were like, how could graphics get any better? Look at that. Like, the explosions are round. (laughs) (laughs) And also, Uh, people jumping. All you hear is the jumping all the time. The grunting as everyone jumps all the time. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) I believe I came from that same generation of, you know, I had my 286 Pentium um, and uh, the original Quake and stuff like that. So um, they've got Hexen and Hexic on the Windows Store now, but they haven't brought it to Xbox. That would be a nice next step, I think, to get those back. Yeah, yeah. Two different hands. Oh, man, yes. Those are games that are seriously in need of a remaster or a remake. Update them for 2023 standards with some nice graphics. Yes, give us Hexen. Cannot wait. Lee, your biggest surprise? Okay. I'm going to say Activision, actually, because that actually went through. That's my it, biggest surprise. It wasn't actually a game. It was an event. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, because at no point, I don't know, I was kind of, at the beginning, I was confident. And as long as it went on, the more it got these dates and stuff, and I was like going, I don't know. It'd be very, very Microsoft of them to mess all this up and actually not do it. Or very US of the US to stop it all. Or the UK, or any of those people were trying to stop it. Yep. They have yep. a lot of power and they were trying really hard to stop it. Um, and then it Let's, went through and it's like, so next year's going to be quite interesting when Diablo and COD, new COD comes straight to Game Pass mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. It's going to be really interesting next year. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the fact that, that it actually went through, that's a very good surprise. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a surprise at the beginning when they were talking about doing it, and then for it actually to happen, you're like, yeah, okay. That's- yeah, after 
how many days like a year and a half or so of just going backwards and forwards yeah, yeah it was like 20 months or something like that yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah. they noticed uh, it around about wasn't it kind of christmas or something year and a half before that like the year before oh, yeah. that christmas mm-hmm. and almost at the yeah whole year, didn't it? yeah yeah, so I'll go for the games of Activision, I guess. Ah, uh, yep, yep. Pretty good. From our listeners, our listeners voting, Conquisto NZ, he put Baldur's Gate 3, and I think we're going to see a lot of Baldur's Gate 3 from our listeners. 186, mm. his biggest surprise was Light No Fire, which is a very good surprise coming from the guys from that made Hello, uh, that made No Man's Sky. Light No Fire, yes. Yeah, Light yeah. No Fire, Sorry, yeah. I was trying to bring it up on screen, but I'm having real trouble. Okay. Because OneNote doesn't work. Yes. Well, don't worry about bringing up OneNote. People can just look at our wonderful faces as we talk yes. about it. Yes, okay. So, what Lee? else you got in there? Final Fantasy 16, okay. Yeah. The, yes. the, the um, surprises were pretty on par with what we expected, you know? Baldur's Gate 3 got mentioned a couple times, Light No Fire... Scott for Life mentions the finals. <laughs> Modern, Warfare, Modern Warfare 3 zombies didn't know what most stuff was. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Kingsman says his biggest surprise was Geometric, Geometric Sniper, Sniper Blood in Paris. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah. Cool. All right, moving on. The next award goes to the best story. Well, as I put here... Sometimes you want to do more than just blow up things. Sometimes you want characters to care about a setting you know or a story you can sink your teeth into. Which game ticked these boxes? So it's a bit of a wider category than just best story. It's more of like best kind of setting, best character, best arc, things like that, which all relate, which are they're all propped up by the story, really. Yeah, so, for sure. And make it interesting and you go, yeah, this would be cool if I watch this in a movie. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the thing. Like, if it turned into a movie and they did a really good one-to-one conversion of it, it would be would a really good idea, yeah. Rather than the, the things that we get now, like the Halo TV series, which the less said, the better. Or most of the Star Wars stuff. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, Kia, which one was the best story for you? Lies of P. Hey, I could not shut up about this game. Um, for weeks I talked about it all the time. Oh, I know. So, oh, I know. Mm. I heard. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the podcast, have you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nice. I talk to um, you yeah. when I'm when you're wrong as well. You know. Yeah. So, so <laughs> <from my car. laughs> people at work, like everywhere, this is the game that I was basically talking about with everybody. So I'm just like, you have to play this if you like your Dark Souls and your Demon Souls yeah, and so all I that kind that of game stuff. So, really briefly. But I can mm-hmm. play it before the patch. I think they patched out the first boss. So I got the first boss and got my ass kicked a lot. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, I can't. If I can't get past the first boss, there's no point in me continuing. So I just stopped. But then they patched yeah. it like a two days later saying the first boss was too hard. But yeah. You like, um, but you were like, oh, I just completed the game three times. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, actually, Neo, he finished the game in the weekend. He played the game twice in like a weekend and, and did it and I spoke really highly of it when like I just don't even I, I like I played 160 hours of that thing and I did three solid playthroughs as in I didn't do anything like my first playthrough was 70 hours. <laughs> I played it organically um, where I didn't use a guide. I went and found every weapon in the game and unlocked like everything I could in that first run. So, like, I could have made a guide on it if I was smart enough to think, 
earlier <laughs> to record my gameplay, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, but yeah, so um, and, and yeah, just absolutely loved it. And then immediately started the game again and then played it again. Yeah, cool, everything so had like plus a new game plus. Gives you more stuff, doesn't it? It kind of gives you like some of the stuff you pick up, you carry it through to you. You can carry most of it across. Um, and then when you pick up things out of chests, there's a random chance, I think, uh, if it's like a plus one or a plus two or, you know, so anything in the new game plus will be like a plus one or just a regular version of the amulet or whatever that you pick up. Um, so you could potentially have something that's more powerful. And then in the plus two run, you'll get either normal stuff plus one or plus two so unfortunately like it would be really good if everything was just like you're on new game plus plus you can get new game you know two plus stuff so like that's probably where it falls down like in terms of like sorting out its gear and stuff like that um but um but yeah i mean i was i broke my forza horizon 5 controller uh with that (laughs) so my LB so button that's a colorful, is the no disgusting, more. The custing, disgusting. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got it right here. It's uh, yeah. For, you yeah, know, that's right. Yeah, that's one that I was sick of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah. So my LB button is no more. But um, but I've got a uh, Elite Two in the you know wrapped up under the tree. So oh, nice. I did some did some nice convincing of my wife. Because that's the block, um, isn't it? The L. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. So I already have an Elite Two controller, but it's like four, three, four years old now. Mm-hmm. So I had to, I had to go back to using it because the LB button was stuffed on that as well. <laughs> but they have back buttons, so I had to start using the back oh, buttons you again. Relearn your fingers. So oh. yeah. So um, because in theory. <laughs> If you're using the Elite 2 controller properly, you're never, ever actually using the LB or the face buttons or anything that you'd normally mm. use. So I put, like, um, if it's a racing game, I put, like, uh, shift up on one side and shift down on the other, and then, like, up up and down shifting instead of using the face buttons. And, um, yeah, I uh, normally have, like, run and slide and jump and stuff for shooters. But, yeah, I put block on there, and I was, I was good. You're away. So, yeah. My broken controller that I'm bits? still using. You can buy bits from, can't you, for the elites? You were tempted to buy a new LB for it. When I say broken, <laughs> it's. Do you know, um, like, I've got gaffer tape oh. on one side oh. and it's broken inside the shell. That's not, that's not for better grip, is it? That's actually. No, it's not. No. It's not. It's actually falling apart. <laughs> and I right, have thought okay. about buying the extra bits again. So, and I have. Um, I have, um, actually the scuff gear is really, really good. So, um, yeah. So on this one, um, the, they have all the same face buttons you can buy separately, but the scuff back bits actually curve out a little bit more. So they're actually curvy and not long. So they're kind of stubby, but then curved out. So you can kind of flick your fingers underneath it and actually, you know, have a proper little, and yeah, so I actually prefer the scuff gear over the normal ones, but, but yeah, so, but I got a new one coming, so. You know, just a few days. Just yep, a few that's days. Right. That's just a week, few days. Yeah. So, what makes the story so good for Lars of P? Well, um, they take the best of everything from like they they've created their own new world out of the Pinocchio stuff, essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, it does about a bit of a switch about halfway through, where you, it isn't spoiling or anything like that. It's kind of like uh, it seems like they're taking elements of like corruption and all that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. where you've got the the puppets they're just you start fighting just puppets but then you start fighting fleshy things that are like 
that that are corrupt essentially and then the and then the puppets can be corrupted and you start fighting corrupt puppet bosses and all that kind of stuff um so uh, i think there's a lot of underlying tones in terms of like the darkness that came with the pinocchio storyline if you uh, went back and like have you seen the tv the um animated one that was done the animated, the animated that came out last this year this year maybe no, I didn't actually know that existed because after playing it, I went back and actually looked up some retrospective kind of like Pinocchio stuff, like the original story and just to kind of see where it was at. And I didn't even realize that this thing was actually a thing. It's really that they actually redid. Is it? It's a Disney as well, though. So isn't it? So because they use uh, the same like 3D modeling and all that kind of stuff, like from the 2D. It was very, very strange. Mm, 2022. Mm. Because it basically looks exactly like the 2D one from the old Disney movie. Okay. So, um, but yeah, this uh, in this they've completely like it, it's uh, you do have conversations with certain people, but they don't have. Um, I guess they don't really have a lasting effect outside of. Um, I guess growing a heart essentially. So you're either telling the truth or lying. Mm-hmm. Um, the the ending isn't really affected by. Um, whether or not you get a good ending or a bad ending, it's kind of just what you do at the end. But if you have a certain amount of humanity, which coincidentally is supposed to be, if you lie, you have more humanity because you're actually being human and not robotic oh. and like oh, and, I- and stuff. Um, if you hit a certain threshold, um, you uh, can actually get an extra ending. So, oh. which is, you know, which is also an achievement as well. So, like, they, they actually telegraphed that, you know, all through the achievements. So, mm. you know. but um, some really good boss fights. Um, and I was the kind of person, like, you can essentially just hold the button down. But I didn't do that. I was the one that was just, like, timing, getting the button timing. This is why I broke my LB button. <laughs> so, I was the one that was just trying to hit it. At the right, perfect time. Because you get the perfect, and, and you get the attack, and you're getting knock them. You stun them. Yeah, you though. do. You you can counter. You can knock them back, and all kinds of stuff. And yeah. So, and I plan to go and um, go back and do Wolong next, and okay. um, that's similar, but um, like basically stuff from the like the ninja is a ninja theory or ninja, ninja theory? Oh no, did Ninja Theory do Hellblade or is that the other one? Ninja something. Anyway, they did Stranger Paradise, which I was really into, and they did Wolong. Um, And uh, I'm planning on doing Wolong with my new controller and breaking breaking my new controller. So, (laughs) um, But yeah, so all of the elements of all these games, the Dark Souls, the Demon Souls, the Bloodborne, uh, these Ninja Theory games, they took all of the best elements of those and put it all in a game. Essentially, so like it's like they almost like they played those games to death and then just knew the best parts of them. So yeah. Oh, brilliant! That's a very well-rounded answer compared to. You can just say yes. <laughs> yes. I, I, like I promise to say yes in the next question. <laughs> no, this is fantastic. We like um getting in depth, especially when it's something someone's passionate about or excited about, mm. because then they really get excited about it and. It's just fun to hear about. You've mm. made me want to play Lars of P mm. until I remembered it's a Dark Souls mm. game. And then I'm like, I will yeah. watch someone else play Lars of P and I'll just go along with the story. 
Yeah, well, the the ending's phenomenal. Like, there's so it's really, really good. And you know, there's there's stuff that happens afterwards that hints in, into the DLC and stuff like that. Ooh. So, and it's wildly, it's not what you expect. And it is like a Marvel, Marvel kind of like elements to where like they're trying to do some stuff where they're bringing some other worlds together. Ooh, so, yeah. I'm not going to spoil that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to. Everyone needs to go play this game. They need to make this game easy enough so more people will play it. It's, I'm happy to be done with it. So there, yeah. there we go. I, I can get behind that. Make the Dark Souls game a little bit easier so that everyone else can jump in and it have just, fun. You kind of go, oh yeah, I, I started playing. I kind of happy going for it, and then I hit the first boss and was like, mm. I can't get past the first boss. <laughs> so it makes me think, well, what's the point of playing? Because I can't get past the first boss. So what chance we got to get past the actual hard ones later on in the game? Mm. Yeah, I'd get his health down to like two thirds and then die. I'm like, oh, okay, uh, <laughs> try again. Yep. Again and again, eh? Again and again, yes. Mr. Lee, what is yes. your for this right. story? I got Hogwarts Legacy down for that. Oh, yes. It basically felt like Harry Potter. Is it? You know, you know, you kind of get a feeling of a game. It had all the right elements for a Harry Potter mm-hmm. book, yep. movie, film, event, anything like that, any sort of anything of Harry Potter. The whole thing about it, all the characters, the... The way you did the spells, the cinematics were really good. The story mm-hmm. was cool. There's dragons. You're a wizard. <laughs> what <laughs> do you want? <laughs> yeah, it like ticks all the boxes. You're a wizard. There's dragons. Can't yeah, yeah. And it's quite clever how they did it. So you don't start off as a first year student. It's not like Harry Potter book where you start off without learning spells. You start off as a fifth year student who's kind of special, you know, and kind yeah. of gets dragged in there. So it's easy for you to learn stuff because you're a, you're a fifth year student and you're kind of special, so you can kind of pick things up really quickly. So that explains how you can get all the spells real fast. Oh, yeah. Not like the book where you kind of start off, he picks up, he can't even repair his own glasses at the beginning. You know, it's like that sort of level. Mm-hmm. To, yeah, so that was quite clever. Uh, lots, yeah, it's good. It was really good. Yeah, all this, you're a student, you're a, you do the studying, you get to fight dragons, <laughs> you get to ride on the back of a, a griffin, uh, what do they call it, uh, the the strange horse griffin thing that they ride around on. Pegasus? No, it's called a Gryffindor or something like that. Something like that. Oh, okay. Have you ever played Keo? Do you know Harry Potter? You're a Harry Potter uh, I player? haven't played that game. Um, I took the cliff notes of that game and just watched Harry Potter with guns on YouTube. Um, right. Said, um, <laughs> okay. I actually hadn't even, um, I hadn't had any experience with Harry Potter until I met my wife. And then okay. she was a she was nutty for Harry Potter back in the day. So yeah, you know, we yeah, just yeah. Uh, you know. So now I have seen everything multiple times and all that kind of stuff. And and just looking at the book, um, the books that she's had, I have this vague memory of my childhood at a school with somebody actually reading Harry Potter, and I'm like, oh, they were actually reading Harry Potter, but I'd never experienced it until like twenty years ago. So, That's so you know. Cool. So, but um, but yeah. So I have played like a lot of the 360 games and the Lego game. The Lego game's good. Oh, Lego, all that kind of yeah. stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I maybe want. I may I'll play it at some point. So it's yeah, it's quite. I think it's quite doable. There's some annoying achievements with like going around picking up all the um the Merlin trials after we've done. There's quite a few of those. There's a few bits mm-hmm. annoying stuff to do. But I didn't care. I just did all the story, <laughs> just like I do as a non-achievement hunter. I just went and did the story and still spent like 80 hours in the game or something like that. So. Last. But it's, I like the game because it's not a really long, long game. Like, 80 hours is long, but it's not that bad. Like, it feels like a decent length. Mm. Yep. It's like yep. it lives a P first play for 70 hours. It's probably that sort of length. Like, it's a good length game. You don't feel like you've wasted 
hundreds and hundreds of hours playing a game over and over again, like Diablo. You're just actually going in there and doing a story. Could do a multiplayer, could do with like, there's lots of stuff they pulled out as well. So you kind of go, they were going to have companions and stuff like that, which they pulled out. So mm. that would have got quite, quite cool to have like a friendly wizard with you to help you do some of the missions. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. That would have been cool. Yeah. It's cool. But you're not, you've not won any Harry Potter whatsoever, have you, Carl? You basically said, I hate the Harry. That's what you're like. <laughs> Hashtag, I hate the Harry. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, no, anything Harry Potter, you can tell me anything and I'll just be like, oh, yeah, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does that happen? Cool. He has a little stick and he waves he it about. And then he goes, cheese or something, and the cheese appears. Is that how it that's, works? That's right. Oh, do fromage. It's not a Thestral, because <laughs> isn't that the one that's dead, Oz? Isn't that the one that's dead? A Thestral or T H E S T R A L? It's not the one that's dead. Like, the is the, the invisible. Yeah, the only ones that people, when you die, you can see. I'm sure it's called a, mm. like a Gryffindor or something. Well, that's the name <laughs> Suddenly, of the. Everyone dives into Harry Potter lore. I know. Griffin <laughs> door thing. <laughs> Griffin door thing. Uh, it's amazing that search engines even work with putting monsters in there. <laughs> Harry <laughs> Potter Griffin door thing. What is, a, what is a Dumbledore? A Dumbledore was a person. Oh, a house line. No, it's not. Gri- I don't know what it is. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Gryffindor is the house. I know Gryffindor's a house. That's why I'm confused. I'm stuck. See, Gryffin is a so bird. When we do release this on audio and we do have people listening, they're going to be walking around yelling at us. Yeah, I know. Going, <laughs> oh, Lee, how could you not know? It's, it's uh, this thing. Anywho, oh. yes. Moving on. Yes. Simone's- hippogriff. Hippogriff. There you go. That's what it was. Hippogriff. Oh, yeah. A hippogriff. <laughs> I mean, hippogriff. clearly, hippogriff. why didn't you know it was a hippogriff? I know. I knew that. I was just testing the listeners if they were paying attention. <laughs> and Google, clearly. <laughs> and Google. No, I saw it in chat. <laughs> no, you were testing Google. Yes, yeah, Google had no idea. No. But it's no. awesome. Everyone should play it. I think it's a good game, even if you like Harry Potter. It's still a good game. It's still a solid game. Hmm. Uh, number cool. two's coming out. They were going to do DLC, but I think they're doing number two. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Which it didn't make great. like a bajillion dollars. So. Uh, oh, I was going to check it. Actually, I think it's the best-selling game of 2023. I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 It outsold Cold for the first time ever. Like, since 2009 or something insane. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. That's because yeah. people were buying two or three copies out of spite, thinking that it wasn't actually going to, uh, you know. Oh, man. Uh, people are weird, but there was some really strange happening happenings with that game. So, uh, Also, it was not in any of the, uh, any of the tra- uh, winning the Game of the Year stuff as well. Yeah, any of the awards. Mm. Mm. And so I think that's mostly because people forget it came out this year. Because uh, it came so, out so early, eh? February or something. Really early. Yeah, it's my game of mm. like February or something. Yeah. I was looking. Simone's answer for best story is Yakuza Like a Dragon. This made an impression on me because I got so invested in the character, I actually remember the storyline. It helps that the cutscenes are super long. <laughs> it's basically a cutscene. It's basically a movie. <laughs> you just sat watching a movie. Yeah, it's, it's a movie with uh, quick time events. Fantastic. Uh, for me, even though I didn't finish this game, uh, or it's um, the story, the setting, everything about it, it just tickled my brain. It was really cool. This is Atomic Heart. Oh. Just the, the kind of Russia Bioshocky setting, really cool. Mm. Everything they did in it was very cool, well thought out. 
need to get back in and actually finish the game to see if it's worthy of this the story award but the setting and everything else in it was really really cool really you didn't play any other games with story this year did then did you no. <laughs> did you not enjoy the story for a comic I actually comic? have not played it. I really uh, did want to get to it at the time, but it just went into the list of other things, so didn't get to it. Oh, well, it's if you like Bioshock, it's up there with it for sure. Like that's a big, a bit of a a bit of a janky Bioshock, but very cool. They got that same feel mm. like Bioshock Infinite of you got your guns, you got your powers, but everything's got a slight Russian twist to it, which is mm. very cool. Yeah, the only thing I've seen of the game is uh, that that one scene that went around YouTube that just had the two two robot ladies. Uh, it's oh, yeah. the only thing I ended up seeing everywhere. So, oh yeah, the robot twins became their their entire marketing oh. force. Basically, did Cameron play that game? Yeah, I think I think he did. Yeah, I think he talked about that game. Um, he he might have puzzles stopped. A bit janky puzzles. He says some of the puzzles were a bit odd. of a glitch or something. Yeah, maybe he just stopped. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember watching him stream it for a bit. So it's quite a cool looking game. But the thing is, having weird issues with puzzles at the time. Yeah, it's got a lot of patches since. One of the patches was like 20 gigs or something. It was ridiculous. That's small. It's not a COD patch. Eh? <laughs> well, considering the game itself was like 15 <laughs> gigs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, our listeners, now, oh, no. if you can, if you can notice this. So it's basically between Baldur's Gate 3, Hogwarts Legacy, and Divinity Original Sin. Oh. That's weird. Uh, everyone going back and playing that before. Yeah. So Baldur's Gate, I guess. Oh, Hariri, also best waifu, Emily. She put down Divin- Divinity Original Sin 2, which I think is a very good nomination. It's a very cool game. Then we've got Conquesto NZ and Badass Rockets with Baldur's Gate 3. Osbuff Fanatics up there with you, Lee. He thinks Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, Hogwarts Legacy's got good taste, that's why. He's also one. giving me stick about it because he knows all the characters and I can't remember. <laughs> it was like a year ago when I played it. <laughs> Isn't there one called Willy Wonka or something? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just stirring <laughs> trouble now. <laughs> uh, 186.CR so, Make it so. Make it so. And then, yeah. Oh, Phantom Liberty, though. Yep, it's God for Yeah, life. see, Phantom I was Liberty really down. torn, actually. Mm. Well, our Phantom Liberty story was really good. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. That DLC. Chili Dogs has Ravenlock as a really yeah, Ravenlock's fun. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my honourable mentions. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. So yeah, it's um mostly all over the place, but there's definitely a Baldur's Gate Dungeons and Dragons streak emerging in the listeners' awards so far. Will it continue? Who knows? Oh, who knows? Anything can happen. <laughs> I'll show you those lot. So next category we have is the best time sink. So this uh-huh. is the thing that is just one more game. A game that made you stay up longer than you should have. Be late for work or forget to eat. When you booted up this game, the world ceased to exist. And you somehow grew older. Mr. Lee, kick us off. What game for that what game is that for you? And I can guess this game. Let me let me think. What game do I play and then just lose all weekend playing? Hmm. Uh, which game have you put like almost hmm. four hundred hours <laughs> into? Came out in the wrong month of the year. For, that's for, right. ba- that's for what... your community. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yes, uh, maybe Diablo four. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I actually blame everyone else because what's happened is I play it and then someone goes, Oh, you're playing. Can I jump in and get I've carried a few people, which is real fun. That's what I like about the game, though, is the carrying of or being carried side of it is real fun. 
Yeah, you can just, jump in with any level character and just go in there. I got you from like level one to twenty-one or something, didn't I? In one sitting. Yeah, for the season two, for sat season down two. for like an hour and we went from one to twenty-one. And you're just like, yeah. let's go here, kill this thing. Let's go here, kill this and thing. Just, yeah, yeah. And it was like, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. It's fun. And doing the hardcore with these guys that haven't played before is cool as well. Oh, and yeah. they're funny because he's like, he's really, he's into POE, um, Pillars of Eternity. So he's really into like stats and information. So he's constantly going, oh, did you know if you pick up this item and do this, you get this? I'm like, no, I had no idea. Because <laughs> I just sit here smashing things and it explodes. I don't understand all the... <laughs> so he's constantly going, you know nothing about this game. I'm like, no, I just sit here and, smash and that's it. And smash things. <laughs> well, I'm playing a barbarian for once. Like I'm just making lots of damage. Oh, yeah. It's also awesome. the thing the thing that confuses me with uh, what people are their opinions of the new seasons and stuff like that is Diablo three had the same thing where they went through seasons and stuff and you had to make new characters to have the new oh, builds. Yeah, that's not, yeah, no, that's non Diablo people playing. That's what that's yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. So and, and that that's like I guess all of the people that picked up Diablo four but never Diablo three they didn't know about those things. No, if you so. went from two to four because two mm, had nothing mm. like that, did you? So I ah. think that's probably what's happened. People mm, have gone, yeah. oh. Falls really good, I'll buy it this year because it's supposed to be really good. And then, oh, wait a minute. What do you mean I have to start again? <laughs> yeah. I'm on my f- fifth character now, I think. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Oh, the Diablo addiction has truly sunken in. It's excellent, yeah. It's real cool. I'm really enjoying it. And then getting killed. You said you want to get carried free? And then I think someone uh, who else I don't actually still have the game. Um, so I will, um, at one point, maybe, yeah. If you're Someone still playing the game at that point, then yeah, I, yeah. I suspect. If so it goes into Game Pass, yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, 24th of Jan is the new season, so. Mm-hmm. Someone didn't chat to shout, yell at me, can you carry me through? So I was like, yeah, I'd love to. Yep. And then it does. Now so, I've got a 100 level character, now is the time for me to carry you through, because I can jump into, like, I can go in real high level stuff and just, you put you stand in the corner, don't die, and I'll get you level up quickly. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was really good for Hopium this year as well. Everyone thought it was going to go into Game Pass like straight away oh, as yeah. soon as this thing went through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we were all like, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. Not this year. No, next year it'll come through. Not, but maybe what? Like, I think maybe next year. Maybe literally a year. Maybe June next year it'll come through. Mm. I don't know. Maybe with season well, three, they're just going to go. Oh, and it's on Game Pass today. Twenty fourth. Yeah. I mean, what a good way to make sure lots of people jump into the next season. Yep. The DLC is coming out next year as well, so it may tighten with that too. Oh yeah, the DLC comes out. So. Be Microsoft good. never give away any of their DLC. None of that ends up in Game Pass. So uh, no, but they'll go. Oh, the DLC's out, mm-hmm. and Baldur's mm-hmm. Gate Three is in Game Pass. And you're like, oh, <laughs> wait a minute. So then you buy the DLC and then you get Baldur's Gate in the Game Pass. That's what they'll possibly uh, yeah. do, I reckon. Yeah, it's Simone, awesome. Play it. Just play it. Just play it. Just play it. Simone's just play answer it. for best time sync is Starfield, mostly because it takes me an hour to des- to decide what to sell at the end of every session. Because you can't walk. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, an hour to get to the shop to sell everything. <laughs> I-, I loved going into space in that game, and then you, 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 just get, you get up into the space zone, and then it says you're over-encumbered and you can't fly <laughs> anywhere. So oh, such a such a... Fallout problem, isn't it? Such a like. I guess that start. Um, what's it called? Skyrim has the same issue. Constantly being encumbered, constantly yep. not being able to fast travel, having to walk. That's why I get up on Fallout Four because I'm yeah. on the other side of the map. I have to walk literally to the next place to sell everything, and I keep getting attacked. So it's just a very slow process of 
And you're slower because you're fat. So it's yep. just... Uh, stop. Just, yeah, but you have an issue as well. You pick everything up. If they didn't want you to pick stuff up, they wouldn't put it in the game. You don't need to pick up all the pencils, though, and all the books. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I'm sure there's like a secret hidden level where once you've got it in everything in your inventory, it like opens a door to another dimension. Right. And the yeah, real game begins. It's back on your ship with the 200,000 potatoes. <laughs> yeah, that's what that guy that thought it was a ship. <laughs> Testing out the physics of a game. Amazing. Some people would need to get a life. Oh. Right. So, Tom Sink for you, Keo. Which one was it? Yes. <laughs> I'm just wondering. It was Liza P again, actually. Yeah, it was Liza P. It's the same answer each so, time. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how if I can say much more about that right now. So, <laughs> so. The game for me that was the Tom Sink that pulled me in is Darson Sphere Program. That came Wait out. a minute. Well, well, is that an Xbox game? It's Xbox on PC. Counts. Got achievements. Okay. okay. Got mm. achievements. What's it called? A Darson Sphere Program. It is a factory building it's a universe building, simulator building. game. Yeah. I do like my factory building games. Yeah, this year, do. I somehow managed to spend 81 hours in this game. You did, though, go to a factory, a real factory, and go, oh, that's how you do it. And then rebuild <laughs> your factory. So that was brilliant. Well, that's part of it. I did go visit real factories. And yes, I have restarted this game multiple times because I keep mucking up my factory in the game. But still, 81 hours for me in a game in a year is pretty good going. Yeah, Dyson's just not very good vacuums. So, <laughs> yes. Well, I can tell you this game doesn't suck. But I'm not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I planted that one there for you. Ah. <laughs> uh. So, our listeners, there we go. So, our listeners, again, we've got Baldur's Gate 3, Badass Rockets says, World of Warships, due to my sunk costs. Was this time sink? Yeah. 186 put No Man's Sky down, which was my close second, I think. Cobra Todd had Borderlands 3. Cooper, Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, Mm. see, good boy. Good lad. Scarred for Life is with you there, Lee, with yeah, Diablo 4. Cool. Chili Dogs, Vampire Survivors. Yeah. That is a, Vampire Survivors is a great game to just waste time on. Because it just, you just go, one more run, one more run. I can do this. I can outrun death eventually. <laughs> and um, then, go, going back to, to Cobra Todd for a second there, um, when yeah. uh, the world disappears around you and so does your co-op partners for months, then... Um, there's a story there. Um, you want to? <laughs> we, the you, do you would? Um, well, I played. I played uh, Borderlands with uh, Todd and another friend, um, and yet it took us way longer than we had to. I was so sick of that game. It is not one of my favorite games at all. So, oh man, Cobra Todd's being called out. This is excellent. <laughs> uh, and then for Kingsman and Hippo, Starfield. So. Hippo, uh, Paul, producer Paul, he had to survey each world he landed on, and Kingsman just likes Starfield. He just likes hanging out in space. Brilliant. We have no words next, for that. Next one, best graphics. And this year, we kind of opened it up a bit for the listeners. So rather than just the best hardcore graphics with ray tracing and, you know, look at the shiny over here, we were like, 
what is the best game that suits the the best graphics that suit the game's feel so you know from pixel art to ray tracing graphics you know what game had the best graphics that kind of matched its feel its coziness its personality things like that because sometimes you sit down with them with a pixel art game it feels cozy and the art is just perfect like you don't actually mind that they're, between you and the TV, there's about four pixels and they're all in black and white. Sometimes it just fits. So, Kia, kick us off. What game was this for you? Best. As much as I wanted to put Liza P in this category, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually put Ravenlock. Okay. So, yeah, it just oh, felt really cool. Like, it was, game, it was, it? yeah, it, it was very, very cool. So, because it had like a really art style, like stylish environments. Lots of glowing, lots of lights and dark and stuff like that. But then the enemies had like, I guess some of them had like like a pixelated look, but in the 3D as well. So had some really nice looking enemies and stuff like that in it. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. Excellent. Yeah, no, Ravenlock. It does look very cool in all the screenshots. It's it's easy game as well. Like it's yeah. not hard game yeah. to finish. Yeah. Before to six hours, maybe you'll okay. get it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, brilliant. Nothing's too hard. Like the puzzles are there, but they're not really that difficult. So they're doable. Simone's answer for this category was Red Dead Redemption 2. For all of the two hours she played, she was immersed. It felt like playing a movie. <laughs> and I can attest to that. This game is insane what they've managed to do with it. And the fact that they managed to get it running on like the Xbox One, which is a glorified laptop, essentially. Good job. A power PC. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Lee. So I'm actually torn, you know. <clears throat> Well, talk to us about your I'm torn. torn. I'm torn. Hogwarts Legacy was great, and I f- it felt like it felt right. The whole thing just felt right. The whole mm-hmm. weapon, all the wizard, everything. But then Diablo Four had amazing cutscenes. Oh yes, the cutscenes. But I mean, Blizzard's cutscenes are always just the best. Yeah, I know. But it it like it all felt really good. The Diablo Four stuff was really good as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm torn because like playing the game, it's actually really cool graphics in Diablo Four, and it was perfect for the game. Like it was really awesome. Lots of effects, lots of good sound, everything's good. But then Hogwarts Legacy, I'm sorry, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know if I can choose. Well, Cutscenes graphics. It's, They're built by uh, Graphical Engine. Down to the wire. I mean, you got to pick one. Remember the year I had two choices, <clears throat> and you and Simone were like, oh, no, you pick <laughs> one, and you pick one or, now. But that's down to you, the though. wire frames, you could say. Oh, oh. Nice. Okay, we'll go Hogwarts then, because I wrote down Hogwarts. Brilliant. Hogwarts, best looking yeah. game for me. I think so, yeah. Sorry, Diablo 4. And it was a long time ago as well, which is why I'm kind of going, <laughs> I remember it being really cool at the time. Yep. Yep. Okay, Hogwarts, yep, okay. Hogwarts, you're committed. He's committed to Hogwarts as yep. the best-looking game. For me, best-looking game was Resident Evil 2. This game looks well, The Xbox 360 game? Yeah, the remake, the one that oh, they the put remake. in 2019, okay. and then they mm-hmm. upped it for the Series S and X. And this in ray tracing mode, even though it runs at like 40 FPS and then does some special frame generation to make it look all smooth at 60 or whatever, it just looks incredible. It's such a good game. The atmosphere is great. What's, uh, has anyone played Refall? Have you played it yet? Because that was got redone, didn't no. it? No. Remastered? No. Wasn't it, wasn't it before that got remastered? Oh, I'm imagining things. I thought one of them got remastered. Oh, what's the one that uh, Matt played the way through like six times? Four has been remastered. That's the latest remaster one, I think. Yeah, okay. So that's what Matt was it saying. Is, he says it's yeah. amazing. He says it's awesome. Mm, it is. Yeah. 
Mm. Oh, I need two, to play that, but yeah, number two, number three, number four have all been remastered. Okay. Um, now, so I think we're just hanging out for five and six. Yeah, I said um in our podcast the other day that uh, pretty much the the thing that I love about the Resident Evil series, what they've done is they've essentially made two versions of their game and made them completely marketable separately. You've got the the old puzzle versions of the games and now they've got the new action versions of the games and they can sell both of them and people will buy them and just appreciate them separately. It's really good. Fantastic. Listeners, they've chosen. What do they say? (laughs) They always have a lot to say. They do. So, Haruhui NZ. That's an interesting uh, choice. Was Warhammer 40k Darktide. Which is interesting. Yeah, uh, Badass Rockets is way more interesting. Outlast Trials had some well-drawn naked enemies. Well, they're all like zombies, aren't they, in Outlast Trials? Do they not wear clothes, zombies? Well, depends. I think the clothes just fall off because they're all rotting. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do they have to adhere to the skin to become part of it and then they rot away? Or... Well, I mean, if you don't wash your shirt and you wear it for about six months, I think it's going to fall off you. But it will probably stick to you first, so it's basically skin. Yeah, mm. it's textured skin. Mm. Very nice pattern that you got there. Volcom across your chest as a dead oh, I'm going to have to wear a really nifty shirt if I get eaten by a zombie. Oh, I want to <laughs> spare, like you always carry around with you. Just as soon as you get bitten, just dress into a tuxedo. Yeah, You'll be like, be you know, the, the, the party zombie. Thing. <laughs> like those tuxedo t-shirts yeah great <laughs> let's get the tuxedo onesie you can put the little with the hat up. as well no, the full face yeah. one you can't see your face as well just like <laughs> i'll just wear a lycra suit it's fine lycra. Um, might keep all your bits in a bit more as well when you stop rotting away keep all your flesh together no, it's, it's just a green lycra suit and it'd be invisible to the zombies the green screen oh green right, screen. yeah yeah fair yeah i mean you got to play on the cameras yeah God for Laugh has put down Half Hour Rush as the best looking game. Interesting. Cool. Chili Dog also put down Ravenlock. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Kingsman has put down Phantom yeah, Liberty. Cyberpunk. Yeah, it's a good looking game. That's a good choice. Good looking game. And Hippo puts down Vampire Survivors because it's seizure inducing fun. <laughs> but Forza Motorsports in there. See, I played yeah. that. I thought it was okay, but it looks like Forza. It looks like a racing car game. I mean, yeah. they look pretty, but you can only look so so good, yeah. I suppose. Moving on. Okay. Let's go to the best category. The best music. This one here was... I hate this one. Um, unless, it, unless I remember, I'm like... I think last year was easy. Oh, wait. I skipped one. Sorry. It's best multiplayer first before oh, best, best music. Multiplayer. Oh, that's... Best multiplayer. That's one of the many mm. reasons we're friends, and of course, the second best part of gaming. Which multiplayer game did you that was the best in 2023? Couch co-op totally counts. Kick us off there, Keo. Well, I unfortunately didn't play play anything worthwhile that was co-op. The game that I probably wanted to play that would be the most relevant would be Dead Island Two. Um, okay. So I wanted to put that in there anyway because um, there um, it's pretty pretty big uh shout out for you know mm-hmm. certain people in our community is <laughs> into that um unfortunately that net game is now a two out of ten with the dlc but um um but yeah uh like i just didn't play anything that wasn't uh, that i played a Not few things like saints Row. 
Baldur's Gate three. Not no, but no, no, was it? Uh, no, no, Borderlands three. Borderlands three. Well, you know how I brought that up before. <laughs> <laughs> that is not on my favorite co-op games of the year. But if you didn't play any, you played that's the only one you played. It's by default. It's the one. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so in theory, the the times I had with the people I played it with, sure, Borderlands three. Let's go with that. <laughs> awesome. Uh, amazing. <laughs> Lee. Oh, uh, Diablo four. <laughs> of course. Yep, we should just not ask you anymore, I think. No, I know. This, this, yeah, that's really a really stupid question because what I've been playing multiplayer is Diablo 4. Yep. I've made friends through Diablo 4. I've got new friends out of it. Oh, that's my, coffee, always... my coffee guy, who I buy coffee from every morning now, plays Diablo 4 with me. <laughs> and he bought an Xbox. It was funny because uh, he bought Game Pass first because he wanted to play Starfield. I said, we'll just get Game Pass. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, got Game Pass PC. And he was like, oh, that's amazing. And then he was like, um, I think his PC was having issues. I was like, oh, my Xbox, I turn it on, and then I play. He's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So then he went and bought, bought a Diablo 4 uh, Xbox over oh, Black Friday. Crazy. Well, I mean, mm. that's like real-life multiplayer. That's, that's fantastic. Good going, Lee. Right. Yeah, right, yeah, I'm bringing them one by one and bringing them across. Because he's a PlayStation guy as well, so he was a bit sad about not playing his PlayStation. But oh, yeah, I can imagine. He got over <laughs> it when he started the Xbox off and went, oh, quick resume. Oh, <laughs> it works. That. How amazing. Yeah. Oh. Brilliant. Lee, uh, now, Simone's answer is going to shock you guys. You prepared to be shocked? Solitaire. Exoprimal. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Exoprimal. That oh, could have totally have been my right. pick. But I hey, I forgot about it. Everyone forgets about Exoprimal. Whether they want to or not, they're just like, please, mm. please, can we forget about Exoprimal? See, that mm. almost made my worst game of the year. I was disappointed by it, but I was not expecting anything from it anyway. Mm. So it doesn't mm. class as one to be disappointed about yeah. because it was exactly yeah. what I expected. I really liked Exoprimal. <laughs> yeah, it had a terrible game. It had a really weird. It had a lot of good stuff in it, but it was never going to survive. Not enough monsters, more think. dinosaurs. It needed more dinosaurs. Mm. It's just the disappointing Dino Crisis thing we didn't get. So yeah, <laughs> it came from like a "give me money so you can buy a new hat" sort of mode as well, which annoyed me. Oh yeah, that was annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Best multiplayer game, my choice, of course, No Man's Scar. This game multiplayer is so much fun. You just get sucked in, and it's it, hours just disappear when you're playing with friends. And there's always so much to do, and you just go, oh, just just go to the next galaxy, just go to the next planet. Let's do this. Let's build this. Lots of fun, lots and lots of fun. And Scar for Life has got Diablo Four for you as well. Oh, yes, because he knows. He's, He's with uh, you there. Yeah. Uh, Cooper has got Dead Island 2. So we mm. found our one out of 10 so far. Mm. That's still not, not enough for co op. Yeah. <laughs> 186 has also got No Man's Sky here. Good man. I think that's oh. a fantastic choice. Yeah. Um, Cobra Todd says the Diablo series as well. Mm-hmm. Chili Dog, can you guess what she put down? It's Naraka, of course. I think she's a bit obsessed with Naraka Blade Point. I think so. She's oh, that's a good one. Game Pass. She's leaving Game Pass. Well, it's uh, it's technically free, but the deluxe edition is leaving Game Pass. So they went free at some point this year. So you should be able to play it anyway. But I think the PC version has a story. I don't think they brought that into Xbox, as far as I'm aware. You I think, Kyle, or something like that. Worry. Kyle, stop messing with the layout of the um, the listener awards. I am. 
making sure I can keep track of what's going on. You've deleted on. everything. I'm trying to read. Delete. <laughs> like no, going, no, oh. Scroll down. Scroll down. <laughs> Where is it? It's gone. Oh, scroll down. I'm just making sure because the, the best thing about OneNote is it's not Excel. <laughs> no, but you've deleted the row for um, multiplayer now. No, the multiplayer here we've got. Um, hold on. We're done with multiplayer, single player all the way. Yeah, there 2024. We go. Here we You're go. hurting my brain. I keep looking at it going, it's moved. Everything's moved again. Everything's moved. Me. Right. So from Stop multiplayer yes. to the best music, the best ah, score. Yes. So game music plays such an important role in gaming and often gets overlooked. It Let's come pay. together to make sure we highlight music that really stood out to us. Lee, what was the best music for you? Oh, Harry Potter music. Oh, yeah. It's fair. They hit it on the nail on the head. Hogwarts Legacy felt like Harry Potter playing when you had the music oh. kicking in. It was awesome. Yep. Sounds good. Yeah. Moan's answer is the mumble rap in Need for Speed Unbound. <laughs> oh, my word. That hurts me. <laughs> so deep. See, uh, that yeah. music wasn't that bad. You were complaining a lot about that. I don't think it was oh, that I was bad. That music. About that. Oh, you were complaining yeah. How, as well. Yeah. There we go, Kia. How bad is the music in Need for Speed Unbound? It was terrible. It was oh. the worst. Like, this is coming from somebody that had a, you know, a Holden Commodore with a deck that had like all of the Need for Speed soundtracks on disc playing nonstop. And that's yeah, where I spend my time. Yeah. Um, you know, Need for Speed, you know, hot, the original Hot Pursuit, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, Underground, Underground 2, like, and, and then this. Yeah. This. <laughs> so is it because you're getting old? Is that what the issue is? <laughs> no. Are you not just, down with the kids anymore? Is that what the problem it's, is? It's not that it's, we're getting old. It's just bad music. <laughs> like, no one like, is like, oh, yeah, listen to rap and go race cars and feel cool. Yeah. Going back to, the, like, the Quake 2 and stuff like that, do you know what I had? I had room left on this particular CD at the end of the Need for Speed soundtracks. So I had Nine Inch Nails uh, on, the, on the back end of it. So There we yeah. go. See? A man with good taste, finally. Yeah. Mumble Finally. Rap. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Mumble rap. Kyo, have you told Good. us your music or not yet? Good one, Jen. I haven't told you which one yet. No. Oh. So there, there's a tiny little bit of a story behind this one, and it stems from our podcast where we had um, we were working out our game of the year, and we ended up with a top 10 list, which I'm not going to spoil. You should go ahead and I've listen just started slash listening watch to it, that. You only released it like yesterday, didn't you? Yeah. So, um, yeah, 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 it did. It did. Yeah. So, and, um, we, and we did it live on Friday. So basically, uh, I'm going to say the one that was in the top 10 spot and it was a bit of a fight to put it there. It's actually Chicory, a colorful tale. I started playing that last night. Wow. Um, That was a lovely entry. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I went through this morning and did my stuff. I'm like, you know what? Nothing really stood out in terms of like what I actually really thought was Chris, but like the music in this is really dynamic. So it, it kind of like has a, has some small tunes. And then you, when you go from screen to screen, it kind of ups the ante and then changes and flips and changes again. And, and it's just, it's really bouncy and really, really nice sound. So okay. yeah. Mm. What game is that again? So it's on game pass. It's called Chicory, a colorful tale. Chicory, a colorful tale. Okay. Yeah. And it's uh, the top 10 spot on our, on our list. Ooh. So and there's nine games above that, so you should go listen to the podcast and. Ooh, okay. Play. Excellent. Well, that's. But it did beat Star Wars Jedi Survivor. That's not on the list. Okay. Ooh. 
Okay, interesting. Some good recommendations coming out of this podcast. Got to add that to the play later. So for me, the best score was Starfield. It just felt like space exploration music. Suited the game to a T. Was so good. At some points when you're on a planet, like looking out over the vistas of absolutely nothingness, there's got that Star Wars music and you could pretend that you are in Star Wars. It was really good. I yeah, I don't remember it that just, much. Yeah, I was trying to think blank. of the music. I think it was just background music. <laughs> yeah. But when you stop and you really look, the, the, each planet, each scene kind of has its own kind of music. And I thought that was really cool. So kudos to the Starfield team for putting so, on good So music. you haven't, the first time, not the graphics of Starfield or anything like that? This is the first time you've actually mentioned Starfield tonight? Yeah, this is the first time I've mentioned Starfield. Okay. Interesting. Interesting indeed. <laughs> So uh, let's, can you can you move it once we finish talking about the uh, section okay. stuff? Yep, yep. So Final Fantasy 16, which we haven't played mm-hmm. yet. Near Replicant is another one, which also we haven't played yet. But if the music's anything similar to Near Automata, then I don't know how it could uh, get this high on the list. It must be really something special. We've got Outlast yeah. Trials. Outlast Trials again? Yep. Interesting, that mm. music choice for a horror game. Mm. Also Horizon 5, of course, because that's Oz, always yeah. good music from Oz. Baldur's Gate 3 from 186. Saints Row 2 from Cobra Todd. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was playing co-op with him as well. That was another co-op game we were oh, playing. Oh, there you go. See, we're getting... <laughs> so, was it better yeah. than Borderlands? So if I'm playing co-op, chances are it's probably a Cobra Todd. So... Um, um, but yeah, and he, he was banging along with tunes every single time we were playing. He was just loving it. So I can attest to his, uh, okay. his, joy, his joy with this game. So love. Okay. Brilliant. That's excellent. Cobra. Uh, so yeah, Cobra Todd has got his thing. He plays games with Keo and annoys him. <laughs> no, he doesn't annoy me that much. Only when he doesn't show up. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's <laughs> always with Borderlands. Borderlands. See, no one likes Borderlands, Lee. Terrible game. Borderlands 2 is right. You just don't get the joke. You're not, you're not uh, intelligent enough to get the jokes. That's the problem is. You're, uh... Moving on very swiftly. Cooper's got <laughs> the crew Motorfest as the best music. Scarred for Life chose Alan Wake 2, which, by judging by how many awards and, and all the harp around it. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I reckon that would have really good. It's good direction, isn't that game? So I imagine it's got I, really good sound. Yeah, for sure. Chili Dog was just came up blank. Which yeah, well, she's, good. yeah, I think she's slightly deaf. <laughs> Kingsman <laughs> shows headbangers rhythm royale. I thought he was going to say need for speed. Ah, and then Hippo says he plays with the music off, which is why would you do that? Are you a psychopath? Do you need help? Is this a cry for help? Is this you telling us that we need to send someone over to your house to help you? Because why would you do that? That's not. Normal. It's just a distraction from your podcast. Yeah, it's a compliment. He listens to a podcast or mm. on loop. All 400 episodes <laughs> that we know. That explains, that explains our, our downloads in New Zealand. It's all just That's hip-hop. right. It's just hip yeah. <laughs> oh, Okay. Now the next part is what are we looking forward to? What's most exciting? We can't deny that 2023 was an incredible year for gaming. Can 2024 top it? What are we most looking forward to this next coming year? Lee, what do you have for us? I'm going to say Star Wars, the new Star Wars game that's coming out. Star Wars Outlaws, are you? Outlaws, yeah. I think it could be good. I like the look of it. I think yep. we're due, due a decent Star Wars game, uh, different to, uh, obviously, 
the other ones that came out recently. You're not Jedi, playing a you're not playing a Jedi one. You're actually playing like a a, yep. a, a bounty hunter instead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah could be mm. something more realistic set in the Star Wars universe, not just yeah, a exactly. lightsaber, just more Jedi's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, well, the the next Star Wars one is um done by the Division crew. Ooh, is like, it really? Because they just did it? um Avatar. And so what happened with the division two is they were doing really, really well. And then they decided to make other games and they were all pulled the out of the division off, two. And they put the B team on it. Yeah. Or something. Is that right? Well, yeah. no, no, they, they took the A team off and left the game dead for about 18 months. And then they were making avatar and the star Wars game. And now they're actually going back to the division two and releasing an expansion. There's stuff coming out. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird. They, they, yeah. It was weird because there were actually it got to like season eight or something, and then it was season eight for at least a year. Mm -hmm. it, it didn't, and yeah. So I mean, that game is a tragic waste. They did so seasons yeah. with actual story, mm -hmm. tangible like proper story, and then mm -hmm. they just needed to. All they needed to do was give people access to every single season: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, so that they could just go back and choose and do all of the mm -hmm. season content. Yep. And then they would have been fine, but they just rolled the seasons on, left it at whatever the latest season was, and then, and yeah. So, great team. Amazing team. Make some of the best games. Oh. Division 1, game of the generation. <laughs> um, but, yeah. They're releasing mm. a Star Wars game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent mm. hundreds of hours in Division 2. Like, that's an awesome yeah. game. Yeah. Great games, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, knowing that the division team is working on the Star Wars games actually made me quite excited for it. Like, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the CGI. That, well, the gameplay supposedly wasn't it? They showed. I enjoyed that. I thought it looked quite good. Lots of hiding, sneaking around, cover, which now makes sense because that's Division Two, isn't it? Mm. Hiding behind yeah, something, yeah, looking yeah. over, shooting stuff. It's that, mm. that's what makes sense. Division uh, Two in space. Exactly. Yeah. With, um, and you can fly around in spaceships and stuff. Like that, so. Yeah. 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 What are you looking forward to, Kyo? Um, I was torn between two things. Um, I'm unfortunately a little bit behind on Tekken. I really, really want oh, Tekken Eight. Tekken Eight looks amazing, mm -hmm. and then that would probably be my big pick. But okay. really, at the Nintendo Direct, um, about a month or two ago, two months ago, I think they announced the Tomb Raider One, Two, Three remaster. Oh uh, yes. So that is that that is one of my picks. Unfortunately, it doesn't translate very well to the modern day. They're probably going to have like some really weird, outdated controls that aren't translated across. Mm -hmm. um, but that is that that is basically like that is probably the first purchase, okay. you know, of the of the year. And Tekken Eight is probably going to go on the back burner because I, I just think don't. Tekken Eight will just be another Tekken game with different skins, or do you think they're going to make much difference? Much change? It doesn't. It? Well, I mean, they've always got a really good story with the characters and stuff like that. So, oh, yeah. okay. All right, cool. So, um, the, I think some of the problems with Tekken 7 was they did the seasons thing and stuff like that, and they also did the season passes and stuff like that with the clothes and stuff. And then when they added characters, they didn't add stories to the characters. Mm. So I never, for. yeah, so I never bought into the extra content and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, except they had... Um, uh, I think Noxus from Final Fantasy 15 in that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And, and, but I actually did B2 in like from Near Automatica. B2, I think it is from um, yeah. 
they did yeah. that in Soul Calibur. So they kind of like had like this thing where they started do characters from other because okay. they always did that. The um in like the Soul Calibur games and stuff like that, but they never really did it in the Tekken games until then. And now every fighting game has characters from every yeah, so all, all over the place world. No, so mm. Mm. okay. So yeah, so basically it's Tomb Raider because I'm way behind on Tekken and I wouldn't understand the story or anything like that anyway. So, but I mean that's what YouTube's for, right? You just jump on YouTube, catch me up. Yeah. And away you go. Simone's answer for most excited in 2024 is Ara History Untold. Now, this was shown off at the Xbox showcase not this year, but last year. And we're still hanging out waiting for this game. Look, mm. Absolutely fantastic, though. I mean, I'm also quite excited for this. But I can't wait. But my pick for what I'm hyped for next year is. Metaphor Refantasio. The guys that basically made Persona have come out with a new okay. game and it's built up from, you know, built for the new generation with all the bells and whistles. It's a cool anime game. You're going to do fighting, you're going to equip gear, and it's going to be turn based and it's going to be a JRPG that sucks up your life. Everything that's great about gaming and the story that's going to be absolutely nonsense and bonkers. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what the heck is going on. And you finish the game and go, have no clue what just happened. Start it again. New game plus. Always going to be fun. I really like the art style of um, Persona 5. So I'm really looking forward to what they do with that. Yeah, because it's a new IP, isn't it? So it's like completely new because they they have like this loose connection with like Devil Summoner and Demon Summoner and all that. The other versions of the games. It'd be interesting to see if they kind of link some stuff together. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. But just very cool that there's a it's a new RP, new story, and mm. it's not got this baggage that Persona has. Because you know, Persona's always been PlayStation, PlayStation. And the fact that we started getting Persona on Xbox is a miracle. And now they're like, and here's a brand new game built for Xbox Series X and the others. Which I thought is quite cool. Uh, it's nice that Sega and Atlas are buddy buddy with Xbox now. We just hope that um the buddy buddiness continues, and maybe they get bought next year. Oh, you think buy buy Sega? Yeah, buy Sega. I think it's it's what everyone wants, right? <laughs> Just more Sega. So, from our listeners, Conquisto NZ is with you, Lee. He's looking forward to Star Wars Outlaws. Mm-hmm. Aruhui is looking forward to Persona Three Reload. That's coming next year. I thought mm-hmm. that, that was going to come this year, but it looks like it's... I thought it was this year as well, actually, but yeah, it's must be pushed back. Must be pushed back. Badass Rockets is looking to Skull and Bones. He's a funny man. Very funny. Did you see the latest report about Skull and Bones? It's a bit boring. That's what I was yeah, reading. Yeah, where everyone stuff. quits the beta because there's nothing to do. <laughs> I yeah. clicked on the link to join the beta. It says, choose your platform, and it said, you're on PC. And I'm like, I don't have a PC that will run this. So, <laughs> so I quit... At the choosing to play it section. Oh. Well, nice. I mean, you're ahead of the curve because everyone who did hey, play eventually just quit. <laughs> I last, I got into the close Eve Alpha, some sort of beta, and I had a flag. That was all I got on the Xbox. Oh, nice. So, yeah, nice. I mean, can get, get past the flag. It just sat there. So. It's probably more entertaining than the gameplay. <laughs> so, just good graphics. Oz has put down Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League. Interesting, because we saw I saw a clip of that last. Was it last week? Week before? Well, yeah, World, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. we watched a bit of it, and I was going, yeah. 
Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. It could be cool. It could be, but it doesn't look like it's cool. What is it? Is it an arena battle game, is it? Do you actually know what it is? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's actually an open world game. Oh, because all the characters are in Mm. there. Mm. But I don't know. They they have like this shark dude. I don't know. I don't know the the law or whatever like that. But this shark dude apparently goes under the ground and can come up. Shark boy. King the Shark. Girl. Is, it doesn't look like, mm. yeah. Finn Man. Uh, yeah. King Shark. His name is King, King Shark. Shark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not characters. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not a comic book person, so. Uh, Harley Quinn car- uh, cartoon's good, though, if you want to watch that. Oh, yeah, that's very funny. Anime, you just say, because we're adults, not cartoon. But yeah, that's really good. Yeah, very funny. Yeah. 186 has put down Lachia Frontier. Do you know what Why that is? I don't is? know that game. Oh, I, don't know th- I do know the name. I can't think what it is, though. Mm. Who knows the name? That sounds familiar That's too. That's what internet tells me. Sounds well, familiar. Looks very cool. A peaceful open world farming adventure on a planet of the far edge of the galaxy. Is that where you farm with your mix? Oh, uh, it might be that one, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. Yep. There's oh. a picture of a person sat uh. on a mech. Yeah. It's very, yep. very, very colourful. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, that's that game. Yeah, hey, isn't cool. that one of those games that they did in the trailers? They did a, oh, you know, let's see, you know, they did the talking to each other like they were playing in co-op or something. I think they did that, you know, it's like, it's uh, like those old... Um, they did that for Anthem, didn't they? Yeah. Well. That didn't go very yeah. Well. It's like, oh, we're just going to go into this cave now, guys. Um, yeah. They're actors well, look out, as well. So it's a bit watch serious. your six. Yeah. <laughs> it's always so cringy when they do that, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that because the division, I found myself running people through the survival mode uh, where you kind of get dropped in, you have to go find the, um, the antivirals and then extract. And oh, yeah. I found myself doing exactly the same thing. I was running people <laughs> through the division. I'm like, okay, we're just going to go left here. And then to the right there, there's just going to be this person and this person but we can go past them and, and, and yeah and that, like it actually happens but you've just got to commit to it a little bit yeah, so and, and then that's like i'm the, the 0.001 percent of people that you know actually has done that at some point in their life so oh, that's amazing not just Talk yelling not just yelling stop <laughs> yeah, shit. no like... shut up don't die <laughs> oh it's like leah dad where are you i ran oops. away <laughs> i oops. wanted to explore these bushes Look at Come the view. Me. I can't. I'm fun apart. It's so pretty. <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> keep up. Uh, Cobra Todd has <laughs> also put down Suicide Squad, or whatever it's called, he says. <laughs> R, uh, R56 Cooper has also got Star Wars. So we've got a few for oh, Star Wars. Yeah, see, that was yeah, it's a good choice. Scarred for Life is probably Hellblade 2. Yeah, I like Hellblade I'm not sure until we actually see it. I don't know. Cool, I'm, I'm harped for it, but I think, you know, we've. We've done it. We've seen Hellblade. We've seen what Hellblade 2 is going to be. It's going to be pretty. It's going to be good. But it's just, it's done. It, it's not new, exciting RP in a way. Yeah, it's been three years. So, guys, come on. Yeah. Kingsman says Humbug, which Humbug. I think is just him being Christmasy. You know, just being grinchy rather than actually a real game. Mm. Yeah. And Hippo, Homeworld 3. Ah, keep forgetting Homeworld 3. Yeah, coming. it does look cool. Homeworld 3 looks amazing. Cannot wait. Now the next next one goes to our honorable mentions. So these are the games that are basically they almost made it onto any part of the list 
for all the categories which games could be close to making it, but they somehow just missed out. So it could be from the best game to the worst game, from the best multiplayer to the worst music. What are the honorable mentions? <laughs> the worst music. Well, I mean, Need for Speed wins that award. So, That's just you, just an old person. Well, Lee, tell us about your honorable mentions. Okay, we have Ravenlock. Oh, uh, yep. And for yeah, what really category? enjoyed that game. Sorry? For which category did it almost make? Um, it's, it's a cool little game. It's a nice little game. It's just a generally good little game. It's got like good graphics, it's a good story, quite a cool story. Oh, yeah. It's not too difficult. <laughs> Doesn't disappoint me. It's just a good game. It's a nice, a solid game. Uh, Minnesota, I'm put Moto Solo, I'm putting in there as well, because it was hilarious as multiplayer, even though it was a multiplayer game. So what category for multiplayer? Yeah, multiplayer, yeah. Even though it's not <laughs> multiplayer. Just having people watch you play a game and then help you with answers is brilliant. That's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we were called cringe last week because of that game. Because Carl's uh, yep. watching me play uh, the Korean dating game while streaming and cringing through my answers. Oh. Yeah, I was wondering what those uh, posts about the yeah all of that was about. Yeah, so I, 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 call, I actually streamed it and then put it onto YouTube as well. So you can you too can follow through my amazing <laughs> answers. So good. it's so bad, but it's really good. <laughs> like in a bad way. Yeah. Oh no, I just I can't. The more you explained about that game, the more embarrassed I got on your behalf. <laughs> 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 uh, I just had to walk. Uh, I had to do some pacing after that podcast, and just I know I could tell you were it. just going. You were just getting worse and worse. <clears throat> more talked about it. <clears throat> um, and Phantom Legacy, Sarah Cyberpunk. Ah, uh, yep. Which could go yeah. in any of the categories, like music, graphics, best game, uh, time sync. Probably eh, not time sync. No, but definitely the rest of them. Mm. Like it was, it was a really good game and surprise. Actually, I'd almost put it there because <laughs> I was kind of expecting it to come out, but I didn't expect it to be that good. Oh uh, yep, no like fair. It was, yeah, I expected it to be solid, but it was actually really good. Like I really enjoyed the time in there, running around. Ooh. yeah. Simone's answer. She's called this the Spider Man Award for the games that get nominated but win nothing. So <laughs> she's got the Outer Wild. Or the That's Incredible right. We're going to rename this mode Award, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> This is Alta Wilds for the incredible UR that lets you see what information you've uncovered and which planets still hold secrets. Power Wash Simulator, runner up for the best time sync award. And Need for Speed Unbound. Someone says, Thank you for making car games fun again. Give me my spoilers and neon. Uh, so, your honorable mentions, your Spider Man awards go to Keo. Uh, actually, Final Fantasy 16. Okay. Yes, because I didn't get to play it enough. It could go in every category, but it came out at the same time I had to go back to uni for the second semester, <laughs> and it just fell wayside. Now, um, like everything about the start of this game was fantastic, um, but and I've I've heard that it kind of drags on with some of the side quests and stuff like that. But the music also was phenomenal as well but the problem also with the music was that it was basically making you want to go back and play final fantasy 14 <laughs> because it's a combination of like everything you expect from a final fantasy game played like a final fantasy 14 music that you just wanted to go back and play final fantasy 14 <laughs> so huh. okay yep yeah 
Yeah. So like, I mean, you know, it's a, made by a lot of the same crew, right? So um, it, it uh, is understandable that a lot of the genes kind of come from that game. Oh. Um, but yeah, I only really got through the, the start of the game. Um, I got maybe about eight or nine hours in. Um, but yeah, and you know, it's not an Xbox yet, as Oz says. Yes, I know. I'm cheating a little bit, but hey. <laughs> That's it's why it's in honorable mentions. It's not in the top Xbox stuff. It's in the <laughs> other category. Uh, so the other yeah. category. Do you have any other games for your honorable mentions? Um. Well, I let me just have a look here. Um, I did have. Uh, I I pretty much like. I didn't really want to. Um, I, I don't want it to miss out because it, it hasn't been mentioned here at all. Mm-hmm. But Cocoon was my second top game okay. of the year. So because it doesn't fit in, neatly into any of these categories, um, mm-hmm. it definitely needs mentioning and everybody needs to play this game. Yeah, I started playing it actually. It's quite cool. Yeah. I got stuck yeah. on the second boss, Same. annoyingly. That's just mm. took of me. Mm. Yeah. So um, like Cocoon is really good for um, uh, because it's like it's that limbo kind of thing where you can kind of see something happen. And then it telegraphs what's going to be in the puzzle that's coming up. Mm-hmm. So you kind of you kind of get a taste of what something is, and then yeah. the next thing is like an actual there, puzzle. Based with that, there for a reason, isn't it? There's yeah. So it kind of reason yeah, there's like a path yeah. down there which goes nowhere because then you go down there again. You oh, actually there's something on the wall or there's so it yeah it yeah. gives you the um the feeling of it being um open world, but the the pathway it's just it's just always leading you in the right direction in terms of the puzzles and stuff like that um and yeah and the ending is is just like you have an epiphany for what the game is actually supposed to mean at mm. the end of it so which is really really fantastic just, so just the game juson i forgot about that which is quite a cool climbing game a very chill climbing game it's a really nice game good graphics good sounds uh just a solid game couldn't win any awards with it, but it's a nice game to play. So it's very chill. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. How about you, Carl? So, my worst games. I have two here. Worst games. Ether, no, this is. The, this is no. This is the honorable mentions. These are the games that yes. didn't make it to the worst games. It's Debtor Enhanced Edition. And what is that? So these are the games we played or we suffered through in April. Oh, it's I see. I didn't include well. any of those. I just went no because there were so many bad games on that list. Uh, so this debtor was terrible. Oh my word, it's shocking. But the one that almost came close to the worst ever game was the was Fatulum Betula. So these are my honorable mentions for worst games ever. If you're looking to play a quick thousand gamer score game, do not play Fatulum. Bitula, whatever it's called. It sounds like a disease. It's it's an hour long game. It's the worst, second worst thing in the entire world. It's it's so bad. It's second it's, worst, not the worst. Second worst. It it's on the same level as one leaves. Wow. Whoa. 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 Yeah, whoa. 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 Okay. So, so the the game, the worst game of the year, is um you know, not this game, <laughs> which means that the <laughs> that the worst game of the year is even worse. But my best. The, for the best game, for my game of the year, the runner-up is No Man's Sky, because I think it's just fantastic. Again? I love this game. Again? Didn't you have that last year or not? Yeah, I think for No Man's Sky was all over my list last year, and until they actually stop and pull the plug and shut down the servers, 
I think No Man's Sky is always going to be somewhere on this list for me. And best music runner-up was Half Hour Rush. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that had really good music, but in terms of Starfield's music, just, just Starfield eked out it, just, just squeezed by. You had to give something, because you asked, it's like Starfield gets nominated for everything and wins nothing else as well this year, so you have to give it something this year. Have to give it something, yes. Yeah. For our honourable mentions, we've got Jedi Survivor from Conquesto NZ. Haruhuri says Kingdom Two Crowns and a Final Fantasy Dawn Trail. We've got Assassin's Creed Vikings from Badass Rockets. Interesting. Okay. Is yeah. it good? That's all right. Yeah, it's not a bad game. Whether it's good or bad. But AC. Yeah. Oz says Cetrus and Power Wash Simulator Back to the Future DLC, Diablo Four and Dig Deep. Oh, should have put but some no categories there, Oz. So yeah. we can look and see which ones those are. Cobra Todd has got Far Cry New Dawn as the honorable mention. Um, Cooper has got Saints Row, Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora. Someone that's played Avatar. Yeah, I know. We need to ask him how it mm. is. Mm. F123 and Half Hour Rush. God for Life says, Starfield is my honorable mention because I got sucked into that world really hard. The reason it doesn't make the list is because I haven't really thought about jumping back in ever since I put that's it down. That's how I feel about Starfield as well. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, there's a, Starfield's a really interesting one because the things that I've heard about New Game Plus and like how everything ties together and the world mm. actually makes more sense. You yeah. know, at the start, people were saying get into New Game Plus as quick as possible because then you will understand what the game's fundamentally about. <laughs> but yeah. um, people have to get that far and then play the game again to understand why. And I don't think that's happening. So. Yeah. Because it's, it's a game that, that wants you to also take your time and explore and build up outposts mm. on different worlds. But then adding the new game plus to it kind of defeats the purpose of taking your time. So are you supposed to mainline it at first, first like three or four times, are you? Just go straight to the new game plus, new game plus number two, mm. three. And, and apparently and things change. And, yeah, yeah things, things change, change and characters it, yeah. change and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And you, yeah, it's a different experience like every single time. So, so yeah, what I think they wanted people to do is, this is my first game. I'm gonna align myself with this faction, play through the game, and then do new new game plus and go right. I'm gonna oh, go through and align myself faction. with this faction. But what people are doing is, I'll do the story for this faction and this faction and this faction mm. and this that's, faction. And this that's faction. how I'm playing it. That's exactly how I'm playing it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's how everybody anything. plays their games. They yeah. don't understand how people play their games. <laughs> and I've done like two <laughs> missions in the main story or something. I haven't done any of the main story. Yeah. I made it to the lodge and I haven't really done much since I got to the lodge. Yeah, because you just wander off into your own direction. Mm. So I got no, a room. It's because that, that, that happened when I got lost in that first city. Wandered off in my own direction and never got out of the city. <laughs> Yes, the map stuff's a whole problem, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to get new maps next year, and maybe it'll new make... New maps. They need to update the, update the game as well. Like, do stuff. Come on. Yeah, add some more things. I'm sure it's coming. Kingsman's honorable mention is Minecraft Legends, The Sexy no. Brutale, and The Outer Wilds. Yes. And then Hippo's got your Cyberpunk 2077 updates makes the game great again. Again? Well, I think that he played through the first time and he really enjoyed it, didn't he? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Right. We have two more categories left, guys. And this is the anti-game of 2023. 
This game brought out the worst in you. you. It made you hate playing it and almost made you give up gaming entirely. It is an award for the worst game, also what we have called the One Leaves Award in previous episodes. So, what is your anti-game, Keo? Here's your chance to rant and rave. Forza Motorsport. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. And this is coming from somebody that played 70 hours of Redfall. <clears throat> yes. In brackets in my answer, I put not even Redfall comes close. Oh, wow. That is so, scathing. Like, <laughs> turn 10 have this problem where they're really, really good with their tech, but they don't know how to make video games. They yep. don't know why people play video games. And they're really amazing tech demos, but putting everything together and making an actual tangible video game. And the fact that they said it's a platform. The platform, the game basically started out with very little content <laughs> and um, and then I had no motivation to play it at all. I, I played it online and did all the multiplayer stuff, achievements and wise. But, I played it briefly um, as well. I went loaded it and I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, it's Forza again. I'm like, mm-hmm. but I don't really yep. care. Like, it's just... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's some really good new stuff in it. Like you can go around a track and, you know, you, you normally have checkpoints on tracks where... Um, like it, it, points, yeah, yeah, yeah the time a, checks B, and all that C, kind of stuff. Kind of stages and stuff. Um, yeah. It has this really uh, like intuitive thing where there will be zones where it'll take those checkpoints and then in that zone, it'll tell you if you're doing in real time better or worse at your time. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it'll update like every fraction of a second the whole way to tell you if you're doing a better or worse time. You can see on the screen if you're taking corners worse or better. And I'm like, some of this stuff is amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's great that they're really doing some of the stuff that they're doing, but, um, but they, they didn't gamify it at all. It's like nothing to it. Like, it's not like this. Yeah. It, it's bare bones of what it was. Forza Motorsport six is probably where it's at. Okay. For me in terms of, I'm still playing through that oh, game, so by I the way. Seven's better than six. Mm. I think they did a better job with seven. No, I've no, got I've too. got problems with seven as well. Oh, okay. And one of those <laughs> things, one of those things was them taking like you can kind of see that they're on the same track as Forza Motorsport Seven. They're doing exactly the same thing where they were trying to build a game that could be self sustainable, mm-hmm. um, and then make it so that all the systems in the game mean that the game will function by itself without them having to do anything, and they can just move on to the next thing, right? Mm. And they all these uh, systems built up. And and how did they start Forza Motorsport Seven? They thought that one of the things that would be sustainable would be loot boxes. <laughs> and then they so, had to rebuild the game to not have loot boxes. <laughs> and um and it, it did also had like less tracks than it really could have had as well. Like Forza Seven was a great game, but so for six from my sixes, you have to do every single race in six. You do, yeah. And if that's you if really you wanted to, really annoying after a while. Like it just gets a bit yeah. boring after a while because you're just repeating um, the same thing over and over again. Whereas seven, you can choose different types of races to get past the levels. Yeah, it was nah. a nice change. Um, I played. I've I've hundred percent all of the three sixty versions of Forza Motorsport. So two, three, and four. Um, and <laughs> those <laughs> games. Oh, those games what 500 hours each yes um i did them with a wheel so it's like i did proper setup actually played the games as they're intended to be like you know with a racing wheel and stuff like that it's probably half the reason i have back issues mm. um but um uh, those games those 360 games actually had you could hire a driver and you could just let the driving 
happen on its own. And I actually legit played through everything and, and did everything myself. So like I'm really big on the Forza games. Um, when Forza Five came out, I well when moving to the Xbox One, I never had a steering wheel that would work on the new console. So mm-hmm. I kind of like I went back to controllers, whatever. Um, and Forza Five was getting into the next gen kind of bare bones again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had to build up to it, and they really came forward. The graphics are phenomenal in Six, like the the way the tracks are built. Everything is just really really nice. So everything mechanically that they built around Six. They they said that the new one was supposed to be a culmination of all of their past games that they did. So it's all that tech kind of coming together. But um, six is probably the best in terms of like putting all that tech together and making it a whole package, um, giving everyone seven kind of. They did their uh, tried to make a sustainable kind of thing and kind of cheaped out a little bit and then added a bunch of rivals stuff and all that kind of stuff. But um, now they're trying to uh, start with like one cup. Well, in some of the previews for the new game, there was one um, YouTuber um, in particular. I think it was Mr. Matty Plays. Um, he was saying, "Oh, I saw the uh, the previews of the. Oh, well, we went to a preview of Forza Motorsport. It's like I can't wait until we see the whole game. It'll have more than just the Builders Cup." And then you get the game on release and it's just the Builder's Cup. And what mm-hmm. they've done is they've built the rest of the cups into a rotating system um, where like they, they're releasing new ones, but they're featured. They're featured cups that are most likely going to go away. And it's that same issue with the Division 2 where I was saying they had their seasons yeah. Yeah. where they really had mm-hmm. to like build on it and add and keep everything there. Mm-hmm. And then they're building out a whole game, and you know everyone can play all the seasons and whatever. But they've got this featured it's actually, thing. Diablo Four does that though. That's how seasons work in Diablo. Yeah, um, but it doesn't. Season translate. One <laughs> has left behind some of the season one stuff behind. So season two came in, but let season one has some stuff mm-hmm. left over behind. Like some of the areas are still yeah. there. You can go around. Yeah, and that's one of the problems with the systems, right? That, mm-hmm. that works for some games like Apex Legends and stuff like that, where they have stories built into yeah. their season well, passes. Classic, isn't it? That's what Fortnite does. Yeah. Well, um, how, did you guys areas. play Apex Legends at all? I did when it first came out. Yeah, I did play it a bit when yeah. it first came out. Yeah. yeah. Well, with each of their seasons, they added stories and cutscenes, and you could do the season pass and actually get content mm. out of it. And um, that has the same thing where they kind of just disappear. Um, but, like, uh, it's. It's just tragic that these systems are basically making content redundant, and and I'm, I blame Destiny. I know, but it's to yeah, it's to make <laughs> people, yeah, it's Destiny's fault. It's Destiny, yeah, yeah. But it's for people get from play, isn't it? Mm. They go, oh right, this is out. I can only play it for mm. this month or two, mm. so they play it, and then the next one comes out. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's yeah. what they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, mm-hmm. the, yeah. Live service events, isn't it? It's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're adding one track or so at a time each month or so. You know, I they've added a couple. Was added this month, yep. wasn't it? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's Hockenheim. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Hmm. I suppose they do it with Forza, though. Forza 5, Horizon 5 does that, doesn't it? It has different seasons, different stuff gets added each time. They're yeah, they do. It's mostly just cars and trials and stuff, though. You don't really get anything. Um, it might, you might lose out on opportunities to get like 100% badges or something, like awards or something from it. I don't yeah. know if you can miss out on any awards in those games, but everything's essentially completable. Yeah, right. Um, just, yeah, the seasons go away, but yeah. 
Man, that's yeah. a it's a very well thought out answer. So I'm quite impressed. Normally we just have this as a joke. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I'm a little bit more tragic than that. <laughs> Mr. Lee, your anti-game. So I'm going to say Starfield. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because well, I did not want Fallout in space. What? And did- all the times, all these clips we saw for the last what five years is going to be released. It's always been like Fallout, <laughs> but in space, and we're like. But no one wants Fallout in space. We want like a cool space game. And what we get is Fallout in space. With all those issues we'll talk about, like the, the carrying too much gear, the, even the movement of the people, the way people talk, people getting stuck behind plant pots when you're talking to them, <laughs> all the stupid stuff that people do. And it's all Fallout problems. It's all stuff happens in Fallout. Mm. And the graphics are fine, but they're not amazing. They're fine. They're okay. Like, it's, it's fine. The game is fine, which is not what we wanted. We wanted, like, this game that's going to knock us out of the park for the next five years and be this amazing piece of engineering and sound and gameplay and different stories. Not t- find ten rats and well, all, all go of, to all here the, and kill stuff and all that mm, sort of stuff. All the we planets were JPEGs, weren't they? <laughs> oh, in the background. So the, the, the Earth was actually flat. <laughs> right. I wouldn't be surprised. It's like a, an angled JPEG. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. I just went like, I was like, oh, okay. It's just Fallout. <laughs> it's fine. And I've done the same in Fallout. I played mm. Fallout for 10, 15 hours and then got sick of it because it's just going to, like, none of the stories are, it's stories are okay, but they're not, not blown away. Not blown away. Mm. I wanted to be blown away by something. And I was quite suspicious even when it was about to come out. I was suspicious of the game, knowing how excited you were. And I was like, yeah, just. Just tempy yourself a little bit here. This is, you know, <laughs> this is the guys that made Fallout, and Fallout was, was fine. I played Fallout 76, and it's the same issue again. It's, it's Fallout. <laughs> it's Fallout again. They've just reskinned Fallout. That's all they've done. Mm. And they're not fixing it quick enough as well. Like, it needs stuff fixing in it, and they're not fixing it. Yeah, I know but Todd Howard can talk as much as he like about having bugs make it fun, but... <laughs> Having maps on land would be handy, stuff like that. Make it easier to get around would be good. But it's been out for like mm. months now, isn't it? Like it's been out for a long time for them to start doing stuff. Yeah. They fall into the trap with the Bethesda games where it's really the community that's fixing the game. So that's not good for Xbox, though, is it? That's Mm-mm. on the Xbox side. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if this is going to be the last kind of Bethesda game we see under Xbox. It's like oh, the last Todd Howard game, go, maybe. maybe this is the game. classic Bethesda, you know? We can. Mm-hmm. The next game that they release will be like, you can open doors and it's, there's no loading. Exactly. Mm. When what you look it? at one, okay, No Man's Sky. Yep. That has, you can fly and then you can land and then you can take off again and there's no, it just happens. So there's no kind of messing around. There's no cutscenes. Yeah. And for them to come out to, how long has No Man's Sky been out for? Five years? 2016, I think. Oh, okay. So even longer. Uh, um, you know yeah. So that's been out for a while and that had at the mm. start, didn't it? All that sort of stuff. Yeah. And that's procedurally generated as well. And that came out and had the issues, but they fixed it and made it better. And now it's a solid game. Yeah, we'll see. The one-year anniversary of Starfield will really be telling, I suppose. We'll, we'll basically see whether Microsoft thinks Starfield has a future and they're going to invest in it, or whether they're going to want to get, you get know, Bethesda moving on to something else, a new project. You know all the stuff, all the Fallout 76 videos surfaced as soon as it came out? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. How much he promised in Fallout 76 and how much actually came out. It's the same, same thing again. Yeah. It's a bit disappointing. 
So my logic is, and people in chat said don't like your logic, my logic is I expected the game to, like, this is the Xbox game that's going to knock everyone's socks off. And it came out and everyone was like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. As, as a tentpole Xbox game, it was supposed to be the one that made people go, I want a Series X. I want to buy an Xbox. Or that's this. what it's supposed to do. Yeah, I want to get yeah. Game Pass. I want to get an Xbox. And they get Game Pass for a month and end up having it for 12 months because you can't know I'm in this game. I want to keep playing it. Yeah, it's supposed to be that. Like you start off your 14 day trial with Game Pass and then suddenly 13 months has gone past and you've only played Starfield. Yep. That was what it was supposed to be. And have you gone back to it since you played it in the first month? I mean, 58 hours is um, quite a bit. I put like 40 hours into it. I think I put a decent amount of time into it. But... I started it. I've only done like a faction or something like that. So oh, yeah. yeah, I've done a, done a couple of factions. Yeah. It's a, but it's telling that, um, that Starfield comes out and No Man's Sky is on the lists, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the game that was supposed to replace it, yeah. Yeah. Because I could have picked up that stupid horse game as my worst game, simply because it was a <laughs> terrible, terrible game that needed fast travel. Uh, but that game was never going to be good in the first place. It was just, yeah. But you, you couldn't pretty- put that game down because you named your horse after me. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> it's because I wanted to ride you, that's why. <laughs> Moving on to some other <laughs> anti-game. Her One Leaves Award goes to Star Wars The Force Awakens because she couldn't beat the first boss. Oh, no, that problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah us casuals and I know first that, bosses. I know that feeling. Yeah. Which, which is the first boss in that game? I never actually played it through it properly. Uh, maybe I got to the first boss and stopped. I don't know. Is it the frog thing on, like, the first planet or something? Or That's no, the that's, first Starfield is. That, Jedi oh, Fallen Star- Order. This is Starfield. Oh, this is the new Force one? Awakens. This is the 360. Oh, game. wait, the four. Oh, right. Oh, of course. Ah, okay. oh, yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's the 360 game. It is. Uh, yeah, the Force. No, the Force Unleashed was the 360. Oh, okay, yes. And <laughs> they had a second game as well. Force Awakens. Maybe Force Awakens. Is, that's the movie name, like the yeah. movie nine or whatever. So we're we talking about just Survivor? Like the new uh, one? I don't think no. it's Survivor. I wonder if it's supposed to be the um, the Force Unleashed, the 360 game. Mm. <laughs> Stupid me, she says. Uh, <laughs> Simone says she's sleep deprived, so she got the yep. name wrong. There you go. I just assumed it was the first um, one of this series, the first Jedi Fallen Order. No, because you completed that game. No, she did complete yeah, that okay. game. Yeah. That has got a big frog, though. At the beginning, because yeah, Carl got yeah, stuck in that frog and is like, "If it's there, why can't I not kill it?" That's what your yes, reasoning was. Yeah, oh, that was because like, so you're not made me so angry. Oh, we know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know. oh so annoying. Like I'm a Jedi, you're a frog. I should be able to kill you. Like, yeah. I, I, honestly, that's probably. I think that's where I got up to, and I really did try to defeat that frog. I, and I think that's though. why I didn't. You're not supposed to kill the frog at the beginning. You're supposed to come back later, apparently. They said that about the first boss that you see in the prison in Demon in Dark Souls, like one, and you could do it, and you get a special weapon or whatever oh, from you the jump tail over and blah blah blah, and impale his head mm. and stuff. And yeah, uh, there's a way. You get, there's a you way. get a really cool weapon out of him. That's right. Yeah, I've heard that, but no. Oh well. So yes, the Force Unleashed can't defeat the first boss. For me, the One Leaves Award goes to Exo Primal. <laughs> See, <laughs> I couldn't put that on there because I didn't expect it to be very good. 
I didn't expect so, it to be very good, Lee, and I was disappointed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even with low expectations. I had zero expectations, and somehow it failed to meet that. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that, because it's a game that I want to um, finish before it leaves Game Pass, because I don't want to buy it. <laughs> See? No, that would be really sad if you had to buy that game. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, the fact that you have to hand over money to this game would just be terrible. Would like, make you question all your decisions and laugh. This game Maybe, is, can we? Should we? Is it all multiplayer stuff? Or should we hate complete it together? Yeah, I think Ooh. we should because it is I like that. Just hate finish the game. Just drag up all through and just. I haven't hate completed something in a while. Yeah, okay. mm. oh, here we go. Oh, actually, I'm doing Saints Row Two with Todd. So, <laughs> how can you, you did, hate um, Actually, no, you did That's Borderlands great. Three. So, was I? Mm. But, yeah, but Todd likes skipping cutscenes, and I feel bad about oh, making him watch cutscenes. So yeah, now no, I'm missing the Saints Row 2 stuff because I'm like, yeah, I feel bad. Todd's only here once every fortnight, three weeks, four weeks. I'll just skip the cutscenes so we can play more video games. Oh, man. Cutscenes are... People who skip cutscenes are shocking. Yeah, Cameron. <laughs> yes, Lee. Cameron is the worst. Oh, man. So, yeah, Exoprimal was just disappointing. Everything about it was just disappointing. My See, word. Red Falls there, so... Oz's picked up, uh, Cooper's picked up Redfall. Yep. But I don't, I don't think it was that bad because I didn't expect it to be very good. Like I watched the cutscenes, I was like, ah, oh, this doesn't, mm. it's like Fortnite with vampires. There are so many games that have done cutscenes like that though, this year. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's just, and nobody else is getting flack for it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking. Mm. Uh, our listeners' anti-game. Yes. Is, we've got Raft. From Guest Wafu, the chore simulator when playing multiplayer. Why would you do that? Why would you play a chore simulator? No, it's a very good question. (laughs) It's a good alternative to actually doing your chores. Doing actual chores, yeah. (laughs) Sometimes games are so boring, you actually go, right, I'm just going to go vacuum the house. But actually playing a game that you're disappointed in because it's a chore game. Yeah. (laughs) Make any sense. Uh, 186 has got Starfield. So yeah, so he knows. Yeah. Um, what else is interesting? Oh, Grid Legends too. This is funny. Chili Dogs is funny because I can. I've got two, two, one achievement left in that game. She's got two. Ah, yes. I managed to get the one to annoy her to get the second, the first of achievement. So, so she hates this game because you just annoy her about it. Basically, yeah. We have got exactly (laughs) this. Except I've got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was going to beat me to the end, and she could never get past this last achievement. Ah, how annoying! Yeah, so it's funny. Trek to Kingsman. Yomi you're wrong, Kingsman. Kingsman. You're wrong. He had something about the one hardest difficulty about blocking. Yeah, it's because he something. plays it. Um, mm. He played it on like stupid hard mode or something and said it was too hard. You couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, he said it was too hard. It's like Call of Duty. You always play it on the hardest difficulty. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Clearly. Yes. Sure. Story, <laughs> mode. Story mode every time. <laughs> Story mode, and if someone and that's why people me, finish it in three hours. That's why people finish Call of yeah, Duty in three hours. For it. Yeah, and then complain. Yeah. <laughs> right, our last award, the absolute biggest one, the game of the year. So, what is your personal game of the year for twenty twenty three? Remember, this is a game you've played in twenty twenty three. It doesn't have to be a game you released that was released in twenty twenty three. So, Lee, do you want to? Kick us off with the last award for tonight. Sure. Obviously, I'm Thomas in two games. Oh, yeah. It's Diablo yeah. and Hogwarts, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. But I'm going to go Hogwarts because I think that's more of a 
game that you play and complete and actually like as a whole game it's actually more solid and more mm. rounded than diablo whereas diablo is more of a service i guess you'd almost call it yeah hogwarts for it's sure because it's definitely uh, you you can finish the game and you can put it down you can say right i'm done i'm waiting for number two that's what you say when you finish it yeah there we go yeah. It's a good game. It's got everything you write one about it. Everything about everything about Harry Potter is in that game. It was, it's very well done. Excellent. Yeah, it's real fun. And it was good yep. running through Kinsman because single player came. Me and Kinsman played it at the same time, so we talked oh, yes. to each other while playing it, mm. even though we're obviously in different good. areas and doing stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, so that was quite cool. Mm. Yeah. Kier. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lies of P. This game <laughs> it's a shocker. is look. Look, I've never finished a Dark Souls or a Demon Souls or anything like that before. Okay. So this is my first one, and oh. I can appreciate the like all encompassing like the, the totality of it as a yeah. So uh, I am I want to go back and play some of these other games like Bloodborne say, and stuff like so that. So do you now. reckon you're gonna go and play Dark Souls and those games now? Gonna go back and yeah, I reckon I could. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Very tempted by Bloodborne on PlayStation because um, of some of the stuff they did with. The Liza P. They actually unlocked one of the abilities. One of the complaints people had, you had to unlock it in one of the trees, and it was like a when you get knocked back, you basically fell back really slowly, and it took you a second to get back up. But one of the moves you unlocked, you had, you, you were able to just kind of like quickly come bounce. up from your yeah. You could basically just bounce away. Um, but they unlocked that as a default skill, which is basically what people were saying that they wanted, and it's makes it more bloodborne like as well so yeah so um but yeah i can't speak highly enough for this game um it's ending the secret ending all that kind of stuff not secret ending but like end after credits ending oh, yeah. Mm. yeah yeah so and, and what they're looking at doing with the game so mm. okay is the dlc coming out or any other stuff coming out for it or uh so been? they've confirmed there's a sequel and they've confirmed dlc which Unfortunately, with the DLC, it's probably unless the uh, I'm kind of hoping that the end of the game is more in line with the sequel and not actually more in line with the DLC, because I think that the the the, the final ending after the credits uh, could be spoiled by people having to go to the DLC. Oh, and I, I'd rather they just continue with what they've got and then make what that is for the sequel. And they'll basically marvel it. They're they're pretty much going to marvel Avengers um, public access content. Oh, let's just put it that way. Mm. You imagine some really really interesting classic novels that um that uh you know oh. are now in the public space. People public can domain, make whatever yeah. they want out of it. Public domain stuff. Mm, that's um, what and, and lies of P. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, you know, they could totally do that, yeah. Do that, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pooh Bear and his honey tree, and yeah, that's know. right. Mm. Eating all his honey, and I don't know, wield eel's tail or something. I don't know. Mickey Mouse has just come out, hasn't he? Mickey Mouse is now public domain, or will be very soon. Yeah, I, I don't know how those licenses work. Like, how much can Disney own without no, it being, so the, you know? That's it. Mickey Mouse so, just, yeah, just yeah, run out yeah. now. Yeah. 95 years mm-hmm. or something. They managed to stretch out for 95 mm-hmm. years, but now lost his domain. So, yeah. Ooh, that's why okay. there's all these really cool horror movies appeared all recently. Oh, like that yeah. one yeah. horror movie appeared because yeah, of Blood and Honey. Run out. Blood and Honey. Yeah. 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 
Real fun. Yes. So all this stuff, like just what they're doing to bring everything together with these world, this world, like they made it their own link and stuff. Like that would be quite cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like yeah. That. yeah. No, I don't want to spoil anything, but I yes, know you don't, there man. is. A, just... Yeah. Not not Alice in Wonderland. Yet, yeah. I guess, but yeah. you know, there's some other stuff that's cool, really, really cool. Quite a cool mm. link to it. Yeah. 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 Mm. Man, you're almost you're you're like this close to making me play this game. You just know? fire it up, have a play. Just because you get to the first boss quite quickly, and you soon suss mm-hmm. out if you can be bothered to go and fight. And have a spare controller with a, new, with a left thing on it. Like left <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 you do that. Uh, spare controller, quick. Yep. <laughs> uh, Simone here. Her biggest award, her game of the year, goes to her story. This game was quick enough for me to maintain the plot, and interesting enough for me to want to watch every clip available. The game doesn't treat you like a child, so when you figure oh, sorry. So when you figure certain things out, you feel like a genius. You played her story, Haley, or not yet? No, I haven't actually, no. Because okay. that was off the base of the same guys as Immortality, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the, yeah. yeah. yeah Immortality was an amazing game. Yeah, I really liked that one. My uh, yeah. my it was always it was one of those games where, you know, my wife was really interested in uh looking over at the screen and wondering so exactly what and it. i'm like well you know it's just it's just youtube don't worry about it it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no pretty much like there's just like yeah so it was really i'd never played anything like it as well so it's kind of interesting the way they did it where you're kind of zooming around and learning stuff oh, yeah. And, yeah it was yeah, very very cool. good i put i put a lot of time into that as well so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was a really cool game mortality i really like what they've done with it made me want to keep an eye on them and watch their Play the next games. Well, they've got two oh, that others, the... haven't they? they got, yeah. That's the third one, is that right? Yeah. So yeah. Got number two. My award for 2023. Wait. Is two. Shall we do the listeners? Uh, we'll do, we'll do the now? listeners after mine. Okay. All right. Do yours then. Because okay. then everyone hangs out to the last bit to hear their little bit. <laughs> Thinking. You've got to keep them hanging out for longer. So, my award goes to Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. This game feels like resident evil 2 when you first played it on the playstation as a little kid it everything feels feels the same the graphics you know how you imagine the graphics is how they are in this game how you imagine the stories the puzzles you know you're putting even though it had fixed camera in on the ps2 it was kind of weird and janky in this game it's just everything suits they've really taken lots of care lots of effort into making it still feel like a resident evil 2 game everything about it is just exactly how you remember with the you know nostalgia colored glasses mm. fantastic great graphics great action really cool uh horror elements um puts you right back to being the little kid being really scared about playing resident evil you know yeah i love resident evil 2 that was my favorite game that's so good because of this game i've now gone and bought resident evil 3 remastered mm-hmm. Number the what seven that also was on special, yep. eight was almost on special. So, like, because of I played this game and I enjoyed it so much, I've now gone and like added all the Resident Evil remakes to my wish list. And as they come on special, just like, yep, 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 yeah, yep, log because they've done such a good job with this one that I'd have no qualms about giving them money for the new ones. Yeah, Lee, have you done any of the Resident Evils? No, I started playing seven hmm. and I kept okay. dying horribly. At the beginning, yep. I think I went upstairs in this room. There's a person with a shotgun, and he kept killing mm. me. It was one of those, like, oh, okay. yeah. I'm about to go on a Resident Evil resurgence myself, actually. 
Right. So I, you would have seen my streams that were popping up. I did Resident Evil 7 in VR. VR, yeah. Yep. Um, just phenomenal in VR. Like, I, I can't, like, it's just, it, it didn't make it on my list this year. But it was definitely one of the better experiences I had. And the DLC that came along with the actual story DLC, um, I guess after they added VR to the main game and then um, they built the DLC, you can see it's just got VR in mind because it's such a good experience. There's one where you just punch things. <laughs> nice. The first DLC, like not a hero, they hint at, you know, punch. Like Chris is always punching stuff. You don't get to punch stuff. They release a new DLC, you punch everything. And I'm just like, this is fantastic. So, and to do it in VR, just punching things like they're just right in front of you. I love the story about playing cards and the guys chopping off the fingers oh. of the guys you're playing. I thought that was quite cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really, really good. Yeah. I it really set up as a separate YouTube video now, actually. Yeah. As its own thing. Mm. Nice. Brilliant. Moving on. The listeners. This is their game of the year for 2023. Conquesto NZ, of course, chose Baldur's Gate 3. I mean, it's been a colossal year for Baldur's Gate 3. Lots of awards, people really enjoying it. So, I mean, we have to have a cheer. Paul also chose Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, true, yeah. Which is very cool. Haruhuri taught, uh, chose uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. That's a shocker. shocker. Colors and numbers, that's what I get. Colors and numbers, that's all she does. <laughs> Yep. He says, I tried to think, I tried my best to think of something else, but I just couldn't. <laughs> no. It yeah, might yeah. enjoy Picross, actually. You know, that Nintendo game, Picross, it's really good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ba- Badass Rockets chose Modern Warfare 3, which is interesting. I watched him play that for a while. He seemed to be enjoying himself, messing around in the zombie area. Oh, yeah, yeah, Zombies is supposed to be, I've played a little bit of it. I've not played any of the actual story, um, but Zombies is getting a lot of attention. So, okay, good to know. Ozba Fanatic chose Elder Scrolls Online, which is shock and horror. I think that was his choice last year. Oh, was it? <laughs> ah. hmm. 186 chose Cyberpunk 2077. I mean, fair enough. They it's have a solid game. That's that such game. A game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've really done a lot there. Cobra Todd chose Stray. It's a strange, I'm sure that's such a weird one to pick. That sounds like it's a not, throwaway to me. Yeah, that's mm. not. Was it not that good that game? Oh, well, Beans, what did you think? <laughs> and Cooper chose Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, good choice. Good work. Yes, God for Life chose Alan Wake too. But yeah. we knew this when he was playing it in our Discord. All he could <laughs> all those pictures again. All all he could say about this game was just amazing things. Just saying how great it is. Chili Dog chose Cocoon. Cocoon, yeah. Nice. Good. Yeah. Kingsman's with you there, Lee. Hogwarts yep. Legacy as well. A good choice. Yeah. And yeah. And then Hippo's Boulders Gate 3 as well. So a very wide range of games. Very interesting to see what people have chosen. Stray seems to be the odd one out. Todd is a bit out, out though. Yeah, but I mean he did play Saints Row 2 and Borderlands 3 this year. In which case Oh, do you think it's like not as bad as the rest of them almost one yeah. of those kind of Everything else is so bad. Stray's not that bad. Oh, I honestly think he should, probably should have put Saints Row 2 on there, but I'm still playing it with him. We didn't finish it yet. So, yeah. Brilliant. And that's it. That's the Game Awards. Now you know who's the, our personal Game of the Year awards. But before we wrap up, what are your gaming goals for next year's? 
Leah's to go to bed. Oh, dear. It's quarter past <laughs> 11, that's why. It's late. <laughs> it is isn't. Uh, Gaming goals no, for next year. I'm not sure, you know. I'm not sure. I've, got, I've kind of been gone a bit lazy on gaming recently. I don't know if you all noticed. I've been playing a lot of Diablo 4. It's kind of nice and easy. Yeah, it's mm. just boots up yeah. you, and you bash things. I do like multiplayer games. I want people to hit me up play multiplayer games. I do enjoy I, multiplayer. Just any multiplayer game. I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> as long as I yeah. can play with people, I'm happy. Yeah. Oh, because I've jumped into a few people just going kinking me a hand. I think last year I was doing that a lot. We're playing that um, San Francisco game driver. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that was stupid, nice. that game. Yeah. But it was great to play. Mm. Like, it was great playing multiplayer game. Yeah, I, I love game. that San Francisco game. The, the year that came out, that was my favorite game of the year. Yep. So, mm. yeah, yeah. solid game. Oh, yeah. So, more like that, yeah. more multiplayer. More multiplayer for Lee. Kia, what's your gaming goals for 24? Um, well, I'm going to, because I've neglected it so much, uh, lean a lot more into my streaming and stuff like that. And I'm going to start with Wolong. Um, so I really want, I've been talking about wanting to do that all year, um, since it came out. Um, but then I'm also going to dig real deep into the Resident Evil games. There's a lot of games I didn't finish or haven't played. And like, uh, I kind of fell off. I think, I guess I kind of missed Code Veronica when that came out. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, and then I actually have never played four, believe it or not. It's supposed to be like the best, the favorite of the series. And then I kind of ended up playing five which is actually my, I guess, favorite, I guess, of okay. the, the modern stuff. And then six, just, I just really like how it played. Um, and that was a really good co-op game as well. Like you could, you could play that really well in co-op. Six wasn't very good for anything. Um, um, but I never played Code Veronica. Um, I have the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake sitting there. I never played Revelations 1 and 2. Um, Resident Evil Village, so that one as well, um, because now that I've done seven, that's the only reason I never played eight. Um, and uh, yeah, so and then I can go back to some older stuff like uh, Outbreak one and two and Umbrella Chronicles and because I never played those either. So um, yeah, are they all on Xbox or is it varies? PlayStation no, that's whatever, going into the territory of not available. So Survivor two, um, Dead Aim, which I don't have a copy of at the moment, um, is their base their PS two. Outbreak 1 and 2 was a co-op game that were only on PS2. They're the ones that I'm like, they really need to do that because they can bring back Raccoon City stuff with survivors and have modern four-player co-op, right? So it's like they're making all these silly multiplayer games. They can do four-player, like, they're doing all this stuff with other games like Exoprimal and stuff like that. When that game can exist as a package, they can do one or two as a whole thing and have, like, four-player survival stuff. So, um, I've got Umbrella Chronicles and Darkside Chronicles, which is on PS3 with the light gun kind of right. system as well. So, so yeah, I have to go between various platforms, which means getting out the PS2 console and somehow mm. making it. I've got ways of making it work. It's just that it's a, a pain. I don't really want to, but I haven't played is there those any games. HDMI on that? So There's no HDMI is on that. Thing. I have a uh, AV to HDMI converter, oh, so I, I can do it. Um, but then. If I'm planning on maybe doing any kind of streaming, I have to get it into the Elgato and do some stuff. And hopefully it's not too dark because I tried playing Outbreak 1 and 2 on my Samsung TV and it was just, they don't get light enough. I've said this before, actually, I think on the other, on Hall Gamers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could not see a single thing on that screen. Um, But yeah, but I was thinking 
that maybe I should bust out my PS1 copies and actually go mm, play Resident Evil 2 remake, go back, see what the old ones I can do, like a stream oh, of yeah. both. Comparable thing. Yeah, that because 3 has like a mainline story in the remake, but there's like six different endings in the original. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I can make a year out of streaming Resident Evil if I really wanted to, so we can see. I don't know about new games. We'll have to see. Maybe, maybe not. So it comes out. Mm. Ah, excellent. My gaming goals for 24, as per normal, seems to be backlog. I just mm? no more, mm. no more buying games. Or add to I've your backlog. Game Pass. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. not buying any new games. I've got mm. Game Pass if there's new games coming out. But it's just I've got something like 900 games somehow in my Xbox mm. collection that need to somehow come down or be finished. So I'm gonna come up with a plan little strategy put it up on my blog and then hopefully manage to stick to the strategy for the whole year and actually get through some backlog games as mm. shocking as that may be hold into your horses because it's probably going to go quite awry on december on, on not december on january 2nd when microsoft announced this brand new game coming out today what about liza p what about liza p and, uh, yes yeah, if he starts it before the end of the year happens. yeah i mean oh Got a couple of hours. I could jump got into it. Got ten days to finish it, mate. Oh, yeah. Well, start it at least, and then it's counted as part of the backlog. And then it's in backlogs, so you can go and play it. There you go. Yeah, you got to do it. Got to do it. Oh man. So if you start loads of games in the next ten days, then you will have more. Yeah. To play. But the idea is to actually all the games I've bought and spent money on, I want to actually play so that it's not just money sitting there looking at me. Because mm. yeah. it's so annoying. You look at all your games and you go, Ah, oh, I'd Wait love a to play When are you going to finish the campaign of Diablo Four? <laughs> See, that's part of the backlog. It's actually backlog this year. Everybody, news, newsflash. Actually, back backlog this year. Backlog. The, next year. Yeah, there we go. Oh, this year. All backlog. Then the next year. Yeah, yeah. You've got to come up with a good catchphrase. What rhymes with twenty-four and makes it sound like it's a backlog year? We'll have to ask um, ChatGPT. Yeah, I was just thinking. <laughs> I'll try and think of something. Yes, <clears throat> backlog early, backlog year. We're going to focus on the games we own. So I'll just keep playing Diablo. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. It's not twenty twenty more Diablo four. Twenty more. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, we have now spoken to you guys for over three hours by my count, and that is three hours far too long for a game of the year show. So it's time for us to get out of here. So from the Xbox cast and from Hall of Gamers, thank you for another fantastic year for everyone who's been part of our communities, everyone who's jumped into the Discord, into our YouTube, into our Twitch, into our Kick, anyone who said hi, who's given us a passing hello, who's actually given us money, thank you guys. We hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. You guys have been fantastic. Yes, Lee? It's 2024. Make your backlog no more. There we go. That is the. Thanks, Oz. That's our that's our <laughs> campaign for next year. Say it again, Lee. It's twenty twenty four. Make your backlog no more. Brilliant. So now it's time for us to get out of here. Here, where can people find you if they're wanting to follow you and stalk you on the internet like fantastic people they are? Yes. So um, I stream at uh, Keo Live at Home on Twitch. Um, you can find notifications generally on Twitter. X, whatever you want to call it these days, uh, at Keel Live at Home. 
um, YouTube of the all of the VR and all that kind of stuff that I do. Like, well, I mean, any of my streaming will be at HDFG Play on YouTube, uh, and I now have an Instagram, which is Keel Live at Home as well. So, brilliant, Mister Lee. Kids with Insta. Uh, at least it's not on TikTok, which is always good. I am uh, Lee Howard on Xbox and on Twitter. I do still tweet out the news randomly. Uh, actually, a bunch of news stories today, strangely. Um, and Lee Howard 25 on Twitch. I do my Sunday stream, which is now finished. You should go back and listen to Hippo HQ's uh, YouTube and go and watch the special Christmas edition. We did two parts where we saved Christmas. We met Krampus, we met Santa, we met Buff Santa, Omega Santa, who was amazing. Uh, we had a dragon who was helping us. So basically the whole principle on Sunday is that we annoy Paul. He has a plan, and we make sure we don't do whatever he's thinking is going to happen. We do the opposite, but it messes up all his story. That's basically the whole plan of the podcast. Uh, that sounds amazing. Me and, so that's how we met um, uh, Rockets. Oh, yeah. So he was actually randomly joined us in chat and said, oh, can I play? Yeah, sure. And then he's now a Part of the part of the crew, I guess to say, yeah. And now I've got him into listening to us as well, so that's good. Brilliant. My Look plan has worked. The word around. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. Excellent. You can find me at Zarkras on Xbox and Twitter, or X as it's now called, Twitter. and that's pretty much where I hang out. So thank you guys for hanging out. Thanks for all the laughs and all the fun times you've had in 2023, onwards to 24. 400 episodes. Yeah, 400 episodes this year. Man, we're going to have to do something next year to celebrate that. I know, that. we really should. Yeah, and thanks for having us. me on. It's really appreciated. This has been fun. <laughs> okay. Thank you it's for joining good. us like, on yeah, such short notice, and mm-hmm. thank you for putting up with the chaos that is the podcast. I so, liked your little sneaky take a picture of the what's happening thing. Ah, yes. Tony was bugging me all week. Who's on? Can't tell you. No, but who's on? No, I can't tell uh, you. You yes. must have to tell me. <laughs> She's just <laughs> bugging me. So. Nice. That was actually legit there and i'm like mm, should i rub it out and i'm like no it's an easter egg and it's like yeah and somebody actually had Some to sort and tony, tony mm. texted me went Aha. it was really really nice yeah <laughs> yeah that was funny no i was just in i was just looking forward to your show i just knew it was on right <laughs> we expect nothing less from our fans it's just you know we put on the whiteboard <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> the only thing on my whiteboard yeah yeah, I mean that's what's on my whiteboard. <laughs> so you clear your whole, your clear all your other stuff just for us, right in the middle. Yep, Amazing. that's what it should be. All right, time for Lee to get to bed. Time mm-hmm. for us to say goodbye and good night. So thank you very much for hanging out. We have been the Xbox Cast. We'll see you next year. Goodbye and good night. Bye.